Blog Talk Radio. A pleasant good evening to all of you out there in Radio Land. You are tuned to the Cricket Show. And of course, each and every Sunday evening from 6 until 9 p.m. Eastern Sunday time is when we bring you the news of cricket wherever it is being played. With me on the line is Murchis Nisbet and of course, Dennis Seed. Good evening to you folks. How are you? Hello, good evening. How are you? Yes, I'm wonderfully well, and um, of course we also have Dennis Seat. Is he on? Are you hearing me, Dennis? Yes, no? uh, afternoon to you, Leon. I'm hearing you yes, loud and clear out here in sunny, sunny Southern California. Welcome to another week of the Cricket Show. I suspect, Dennis, that we have to make some changes here because we do have a 714. I'm sure that is the guest that you promised to bring on with us. I'm, I'm sure. Um, well, let's find out who it is because I, that's not the number I recognize, well, but it might well be. Well, why don't you go on right along and keep us keep our company going until I find out? Okay. Oh, okay, Leon. So, folks, this is another edition of the Cricket Show. Welcome to you wherever you may be listening in the United States or anywhere around the world. We can be found at www.blogtalkradio stroke backslash forward slash the cricket show. We hope that you can join us, not just today, but every Sunday at 6 to 9 Eastern, where we will talk cricket, lovely cricket. There are a lot of things happening in the cricket world whether it be local, national, or international. It is enough for us to be able to um, have an entertaining and informative uh, three hours of talk, debate, and discussion. So we're encouraging you to 
join with us today. Continue with your piece, Lodo, until we... Yes, volume from your end is a little breaking up. I hope uh, I'm clear enough for my... Yeah, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you well. Okay. Hearing you well. Today we have have, uh, what it looks like a good three hours worth of discussion lined up. We have memories of the ICC World Test Championship cycle. This is where we look back on one or two of the games that were really memorable. We have the ICC World Test Championship points table. And Mihir is back. I can see Leon. Can we bring him in? Yeah, why don't we do that? I'm going to bring right in. Yeah, cool. So, Mihir, sorry for this. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon to you. Perhaps you'd like to tell the listeners who you are and what you what you're all about. We have Dennis and myself, and of course we have Mercedes as well. So go ahead. Okay. Very good. So very good afternoon to you, Leon, Dennis, uh, Justin Bai, the respected panelists and friends and friends who are listening. So I'm glad to be back with all of you on the call. And uh, I'll just take a couple minutes and uh, give you a quick update on the activities of Masters Cricket USA or NCUSA as we have the acronym. Uh, Last month in Houston, we had the pleasure of hosting the first international tournament and a total of eight teams participated in that, including West Indies and Canada. And there were two teams, one from Team USA national side and one was the USA A team. Uh, So we had two categories, one for over 50 and one for over 60, total of four teams in each group. And uh, so total eight teams participated. And... uh, very happy to say that it was a very successful event and given the fact it was our first hosting of an international tournament it was well appreciated by the uh, visiting teams and uh, the icing on the cake was that in the over 50 team usa emerged as the champions and in over 60 team usa was the runner-up so it was a big big jump up for an organization that is still just starting out and has competed about one year now so very, very happy with the progress that we made and uh, the results that uh, were shown. Uh, also, in a couple of weeks, we are going to be hosting the Masters Open Tournament with 12 zonal teams participating. And this is mainly over 50 teams. But in preparations for the World Cup over 60 that is coming up in September in Australia, we have entered an over 60 team also so that we can get a little bit of a practice session in and also play as a team and get to play against uh, youngsters uh, compared to us uh, with kind of like uh, good players from across the U.S. And this will be held from 8th of May to the 14th of May at uh, Musa Stadium and Prairie View Complex in Texas. So just wanted to take a couple minutes and share that information, and I appreciate the platform given to me. So. Indeed. I'm sure, Dennis, you have a question or two for him. Well, more more like not a question, but a pat on the back to Mihir and his uh, group and organizers. And we know Mihir plays a, a heavy role in that uh, administrative side of it. So congratulations to you, Mihir, and to the 
the Masters, over 50, over 60 team for how well they performed in the previous tournaments. And of course, we're wishing them well. We would like to give you an open invitation to come back and give us the results of the tournament. And in fact, give us updates as the tournament is going on during uh, the month of May down there in Houston. I've never been to this ground, but I understand it is well worth a visit. So this is something that I will put on my to-do list. Right. We yeah, have... Thank you, Dennis. Appreciate the kind words. And I will love to come back and give you an update uh, during the tournament and after the tournament as well. Yeah. Thank you, Mia. And thank you for coming by. Absolutely. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. All thank right. you so much. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Okay, Leon. Okay. Dennis, permit me just to just do an opening prayer. I neglected doing that, and I just prefer to do that before we open it. We have online with us um, Virgil. We'll bring him in in a while, but we just going to give God chance. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening. We thank you for the opportunity you have allowed us to host yet another show. We're grateful for your presence here with us. We thank you for what you've done for us in the years. And pray that you'll just continue to bless us. We pray especially for our loved ones who are ailing, namely my dear wife, um, Eunice, Dr. Leo Lashley, and his daughter, Lisa, um, Bobsy Nisbet, Honey Witt, Carter, Oliver Solomon, Murchis Nisbet, El Camino Willett, Ralston Otto, Wentworth Francis, and Telbert Francis, Dennis Kenmer, Joseph Gunshop, Willison Mooner, Daniel, Fillmore Hall Pike, Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, Virgis Francis Jr., and of course, Mr. Linford McKenzie, and all those who have not expressed their concerns. So we pray for them, pray for the ones who have make it possible to sponsor us by giving us their financial support, and we bless those also, Lord, who provide us with their moral support. We are grateful for every every bit of assistance you have given to us and trust that you'll just continue to bless each and every one of us this evening. In your precious name we pray. Amen. So, as you were saying, we just want to say hello to Virgil. We brought him. He's, come, he's back in the theater. And uh, we just want to say hi to you. Uh, Leon? Virgil. Yeah, can, I, can I just advise you that the, the sound is breaking up I think from your end, so I'm not sure if there's something technical you can do to fix that, but that's what's happening out here in my okay. neck of the woods. I'm trying my utmost to fix it. So, how okay. that any better? Uh, still, no still, we're still the same. Still the oh, same. Okay. Still the same. Thank you. Okay. Well, go and speak in because I'm hearing you so clear. That's better. That's better. No, that's a little bit better now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Just let me just say good afternoon to all the listeners and good afternoon to all the panelists and good afternoon to all the listeners all over the world. Okay, you you, you got to say hello to Murchis too because she's she's going to be silent for a little while, you know. So why don't you say that? And good afternoon, Murchis. Um, just want to say good afternoon to you and hope you listen to the whole complete show. Okay, you probably hasn't heard you. Okay. Anyway. You're still breaking up. Yes. I was saying that we've gone through that. Uh, we hope you can uh, get that technical issue straightened out. But in the meantime, if I'm uh, 
Virgil, can you hear me clearly? Yes, I can. Good, good. So maybe maybe we can start off this uh, today's show with looking back at the memories of the World Test Championship cycle. That's uh, the uh, cricket had lots of greatest upsets so far in World Test Championships for during the 2023 cycle. We had the international test cricket season 2021 to 2022, which has ended with South Africa whitewash, two-zip defeat over Bangladesh. So the ICC World Test Championship takes a month-long break now. And the World Test Championship 23-2023 cycle that began with India touring England has had no shortage of nail-biting action so far. Along the way, there have been some results that nobody would have predicted. Bangladesh beat New Zealand by eight wickets. The biggest upset in the World Test Championship 2023 so far was Bangladesh's triumph over New Zealand in the first test of the two-match series in Bay Oval, Taranga. This was Bangladesh's first win against New Zealand in New Zealand in any format. Their first test win over New Zealand in their 16th attempt and their first test win over a top five ranked team away from home show the magnitude of the victory. Batting first, New Zealand scored 328 runs. Bangladesh replied with a lead of 130 runs, thanks to 50s from Hassan Joy, Hossein Shantu, Manikal Hack, and Liton Das. New Zealand, in their second innings, erased the deficit while losing just two wickets. But it about Hossein, six for 70, marvelous bowling spell reduced New Zealand to 169 runs. And of course, Bangladesh scored the required 40 runs to win the match in 17 overs. Arguably, Bangladesh's greatest win in test cricket history. In addition, there were others, at least one other notable match that uh, will take us down memory lane. We had the West Indies against Pakistan, a one-wicket victory. Chasing 168 in the final innings, the West Indies looked down and out at 114 for seven. In their first inning, Pakistan scored 217 runs, but 50s from Brathwaite and Holder gave West Indies a slender 36-run lead. Jaden Seals, five-wicket haul, restricted Pakistan to 203 in their second innings. West Indies needed 168 runs in their second innings to win. However, Pakistan bowlers Shaheem Afridi, Hassan Ali, Fahim Ashraf struck early and often, and West Indies were staring at defeat as they went from 114 for seven to 142 for eight to 151 for nine. So, wickets kept falling. Kimar Roach at one end was solid. Jaden Seals batting at number 11, joined Roach for a 17-run partnership 
that secured the win for the West Indies that will be remembered for a long time. We also had another marvelous series with uh, South Africa and uh, I think it was South Africa and India and South Africa did very well to uh, take that series and those were the highlights, the memories of the uh, World Test Championship 2023 uh, cycle. Any yes, comments indeed. there? Yeah, well, let, let me just go on with the outline of what we have um, available to be speaking about this evening. And I'm just going to start with, with a very exciting tournament which is set to begin. And that tournament is the Cool and Smooth T20 over in Antigua. The match... Uh, the matches will be played at the Coolidge Cricket Ground. So eight teams will be competing in two groups. In group one, you have the Liberta Blackhawks. In the new Winchops Lions, the Bethesda Golden Eagles, and the Piggots Crushers. In group two, Empire Nation, Rising Sun and Spartans, and followed by the All Saints Python and the Jennings Tigers. Um, this promises to be very exciting, and according to Keith Frederick, who is the, one of the four greats in Antigua, and he is predicting that, his, that the Piggots, Crushers, will defeat the defending champions, and the Liberator Blackhawks, but Kenny Benjamin, of course, the coach thinks otherwise. You know, Keith Frederick feels because his son, Danny Frederick, is coaching the crushers that they have a very good chance of, of, of unseating the Liberta Giants. So good luck to all the teams and may the best team win. I just want to let you know you can tune in each, each night because the matches will begin on Monday. And the first match starts at 4 p.m. and the second will commence at 7 Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, teams in each group will go through to the, to the semifinals. And, of course, there will be one place for the third-place finisher. And then the finals would be played on the 7th of May. So good luck to all the teams, and may the best team win. I'm going to Blackhawks. You know, I was born in Liberta. Notwithstanding, Virgil was born in yeah, English Harbor. So he usually will, will back the bird as well. Turning our attention to the England Premier League, the India Premier League. Oh, my goodness. The folks are saying, what is wrong with the Mumbai Indians? they eight wins, not eight wins, but eight losses from eight matches. Unheard of. But just to say the, the Titans, they're on top with 10, 12 points, followed by the, the Hyderabad. And Rises Hyderabad, they are won 10 points in third place. The Rajasthan Royals and Lucknow Super Giants, Royal Challengers uh, Bangalore, they are next. Delhi Capital follow the Kolkata Knight Riders, Punjab Kings, the Knight Super Kings are second to last. And like I said before, the Mumbai Indians, the five time champion, they are at the bottom, winless after playing some eight matches. Grant Smith, he has been cleared of racism 
racism allegations, and speculation is being, hmm, uh, there are some speculation over what led to Pollard's retirement. Of course, we will go into that. The news broke this week that Pollard has retired from international cricket, and he'll continue to play the other forms of cricket around the world. England are in big trouble. Ben Spokes shows no interest in test uh, captaincy, says Ian Chappell. You know, folks, England are without a captain. They are without a coach, a head coach, and, of course, a vice captain. So it is widely felt that, that Stokes would be the front runner, but there's some doubt as to whether or not he would accept the position. We'll tell you who are the ones who are named just in contention later on in the show. And, of course, we hope that we'll hear, make that announcement very shortly. In the county championship, Division Two, Nottingham on top, followed by Derbyshire and Glamorgan in third place. Worcestershire follows Middlesex, Durham, Leicestershire, and Sussex in Division Two. In Division One, Tom, they're on top. Hampshire in second place. Warwickshire third. Essex followed. Ham Lancashire next. Yorkshire in, after Lancashire and the Kent, Leicestershire. Nottinghamshire and Somerset follows. Somerset at the bottom of the table. Shakil Al Hassan and Sorifal Islam were picked for the first test match against who? Against um, Sri Lanka. And we will look forward to Bangladesh. Team will be captain by Monihan, Monilal Haik. And of course, we will tell you what the outcome. We have some news about Joe Root. He was named Wisden leading cricketer in the world for 2021. I'll give you more details of that. And Washington Khan, he has been appointed the ICC general manager of cricket. And news coming out of um, the IPL. So umpires check no balls for front foot every ball but can a high full toss. And I'll tell you what caused that comment. ICC World Cup Super League have the standing Bangladesh, England, India, Australia, Afghanistan, Ireland, Sri Lanka, and the West Indies are eight. South Africa, ninth. New Zealand, tenth. Pakistan, eleventh. Zimbabwe, twelfth. And of course, the Netherlands. Following. I have the full Chris picture list of all the matches that are going to be played in the coming year, and we'll give you all those details, time permitting. And we have some incredible uh, information about India's incredible journey on the captaincy of Dhoni. We're waiting to hear from Jatin because just want to remind the folks today that we will have our Walter Henry birthday anniversary hour at the top of the hour at 7 o'clock. Jaitin is coming in early today because he has to make an exit later earlier as well because of some celebrations with his family, his father and his daughter and his has some news about his son running in a marathon. So we just give him an opportunity to express himself and then go and celebrate with those folks. So back over to you, uh, Dennis or Virgil, whoever wants to come in first. 
Well, Virgil, please, you know, you heard the memories, those memories clear to you as they were to us. And, of course, I have to say that report came to us courtesy of the ICC. Virgil? Um, I was a little bit away from the poll a little while ago, so I didn't hear the whole thing, and I'm sorry about that. So just continue, and then I'll just come in. Okay. All right. Start, Dennis. While while we wait for Coach Jaytin, we can just look at the ICC World Test Championship points table for uh, the 2021-2023. And on this table, there are 10 teams. Australia, South Africa, India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, New Zealand, West Indies, Bangladesh, and England. These are the test-playing countries. And of the 10, Australia is currently top of the table with uh, 75% of their matches, which they gain points. They played, uh, they've won five matches, they've lost zero, they've drawn three from two series. South Africa is second on the table, five victories, two losses, zero draws, and they've played three series. India is third, 58%, with six victories, three losses, two draws, and four in which they were penalized for slow over it, and of course, they lose championship points for slow over it. Pakistan was fourth. They have won three, two losses, zero draw, and they had two match, two series of matches. New Zealand is next with 28 points. They've got two victories, three losses, one draw, and they've had three series of matches. And the West Indies at about number eight. Two wins, three losses, two draws, and they've played three series. And they've had penalty overs. Bangladesh has won one, lost five, drawn zero, and they've had three matches. But the most surprising thing, Leon, in this uh, points table is that currently England is sitting at the bottom of the 10-group table with 12.5% of their matches won. England has won one, they've lost seven, they've drawn four, and of course they've had 10 points deducted for slow overrate in the championship. And we should point out that for a two-match series, 24 points is allocated for the available. For a three-match series, 36 points is available. Four-match series, 48, and so on. So it appears that for each series, there's a maximum of 12 points available. England, of course, having played several matches, like 12, they've won one of 12, lost Seven, and to boot they have penalty points. This is really very, very disturbing to see England in such a position and no wonder Joe Root has said goodbye and the press, English sports press, cricket press 
is really foaming at the bit because mm-hmm. England's not in a good place. Leon? You know, you know, uh, um, Dennis, it's the first time that I've ever seen England in such a disarray, as it were. Because England, uh, without, they were without a, a, a director of cricket. Now they have appointed uh, Robert Keyes, Rob Keyes, or Rob Key, and he has now started the task of, of appointing. He's still mumbling. They're still mumbling sometimes. The volume breaking up, Leon. Okay, I'm, I'm talking right in the mic. I don't know why. But anyway, I'll just try my best to make it as best I can. So, right. as I was saying, England were without the head coach, the director of cricket. Now, he has been appointed. And hopefully, they'll, they're looking for... Yeah, a manager and a head coach, not a manager, but a head coach, and of course, a captain and a vice captain. So, it's the first time that I've ever seen that taking place. We look forward to see how they'll recompense that, and that has taken a toll of how they have um, quit. But just before we bring in Jatin, I want to wonder if you, will, you guys will believe that they will, will appoint. Ben Stoke as the captain, or he will, will refuse the captaincy. Let's say hello to to uh, Jatin. Good evening to you, Jatin, and happy birthday on behalf of your father. And your yeah, we have a win factor with Jatin. So, uh, Jatin, are you with us? Okay, yes, I'm here. Yes, okay. Good evening to everybody. Good evening to you, Jason. Go right ahead. Good evening. Now I'm listening. Let's see yeah, whatever uh, the topic is going on. Yeah, we were okay. just giving the outline, but we just talked about England and England predicament. There we go. So at least they have just appointed the director. They have been breaking up bad again. Yeah. They're breaking up bad. You keep on talking. Yeah, mine, mine, mine is a mine is a signal issue today. <laughs> we are heading out of town for the family gathering. So might have some on and off signals. Just keep on talking. Well, we we appreciate your being we appreciate your being in Jason, and uh, we want to wish you and the family very pleasant celebrations, birthdays coming up and very important birthdays and of course we hear of achievements three-way, from your three-way deal right now because my dad's birthday was on 19 april mm-hmm. today is my daughter's birthday also sachin tendulkar's birthday <laughs> and also mm-hmm. uh a marathon today in new york big one and then uh, his mm-hmm. birthday is also coming next sunday so we instead of do the three different dinner we usually for the economical dinner, one dinner only for family. <laughs> <laughs> so we can we can save time for the three dinners, you know. <laughs> well, try not to eat for three different celebrations on one day. No, 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 no. It's not that. But the <laughs> thing is, uh, daughter lives in uh, west of Chicago suburb area. Son is in New York, okay. so we don't want to like uh, 
spend too much time on travel. That's why we put together everything in like one event. So well, everybody can enjoy. We hope you'll be able to enjoy it uh, immensely, you and your family. And of course, Thank we you. know you have to leave us early, but we look forward to having you back as and when you can as I, join as I us. Said, I'll hang around until like 7.15 and I'll be on and off tonight. Depends on how the okay. dinner goes at the restaurant, you know. Sometimes right. if it is too much crowded, I better prefer not to join because it will be too much noise, you know. <laughs> okay. But can we ask you, can we ask you what right. you think of the, the World Test Match um, point table where England is at the bottom of 10 test playing countries with just 18 points from a possible 100, you know, languishing at the very base of the table below Bangladesh and West Indies. What's your immediate thought on that? Well, the first of all, in my opinion, the way that World Test Series is, it does not make sense to me, period. In the first round, it was the same story. For two reasons, I don't like it, openly, I will say. Number one, it does not give the equal balance. In my terms, if it is really a World Series or World Championship, then every team should have equal opportunity, at least for the number of tests they are playing in, let's say, three-year cycle, right? We've seen last time, West Indies don't have that many opportunities that the New Zealand, Australia, England, and uh, Australia, New Zealand, and India. Four teams had a more test matches in that cycle compared to West Indies and Bangladesh, right? So it's like we understand the ranking and everything, but where is the opportunity to gain those points? And that's what it's hurting. Number two... I will not be panicked too much at the moment on England side because they had a back-to-back disappointment with Australia, and because of that, they are down. But remember, the first uh, World Test Championship Series, New Zealand came from way behind in a matter of just one year by taking care of, uh, I believe it was the first was West Indies, then they had uh, India, it's like three series back-to-back at New Zealand, and that is what they gain all points and become the number one. So it's like too early to say that the England is out. No, we still have a long way to go, and we have to that uh, schedule-wise, what are the tournaments coming according to the ICC schedule? And depends who is playing who. Sometimes what happens is you got the tough opponent at the beginning. And then you can have the other appointment who are below number five towards coming at the end. So there is a chance to bounce back. But definitely this next series, which is the England and West Indies, will be the huge one, I will say. And then uh, whatever the plan they have, and if they can sort it out, because uh, right now, honestly, if I say England is barely relying on two or three players, like a band stroke, mm-hmm. right? And then Joe Root, and then they are also relying a little bit on Butler. Besides that, what? They don't have batting. And that is what they collapse in Australia. You take care of the Joe Root, and looks like the entire England team suffer up very quickly. So that is the point they have to stand. Number two, 
I think after that, a uh, couple of big guys retired. England has not found a rock solid opening batsman. It was used to be a tradition where to get the England opening batsman pair out quickly, kind of always impossible. But nowadays it's easy. You can see that loophole. The opening stands are going down and down in terms of numbers. So it's like uh, we have to see a few things now. Uh, I believe they have the leadership change. Joe Root is out now from leadership. So I'm expecting uh, Ben Stroke to take over. And probably same thing on the coaching side. And it may change the world. Because they are capable. They are potential. But uh, tough road ahead because the damage is already done. And when you say they are at number 10, it will be real work ahead. You mean like they can't afford too many losses. They need to keep eye on more wins from here on. That's the only way they can bounce back. But, you know, Coach, you said you said that it wasn't fair the way the system is set up. But this very last round, 2021 to 2023, England actually played 12 matches. Uh, Bangladesh, 6. New Zealand, 7. Sri Lanka, 4. Pakistan, 7. India, 11. South Africa, 7. Australia, 8. So it looks to me like the number of matches played this round is fairly close together. The only difference, of course, being England series in Australia, where they play a five-match series. Of course, so both England and Australia benefited from that. But the number of series they've played, it's been 3-3-3, So it's not a lot of difference that I can see in, that, uh, in this particular round of, of matches. Yes, you know, you that's a, that's that another puzzle, Dennis. If you look at the point system, right? If you yes. play three tests or two tests even, they had actually more advantage than you play the five tests, right? And because of that, this is what it gets the imbalance. You play just four tests and you win all, and you have just two series of two test matches each. You can be ahead of somebody who has played, uh, let's say, eight tests with the four test series, right? So what happens here, there is the point where we need to fine-tune. I will say the points need to be based on how many numbers of games you played, right? It's not about the series. We winning the series with three or more need to have some bonus points like that. And don't forget... In the first round, when this happened, they were going well on the point system and ranking. And all of a sudden, they changed with the year left and came out a different formula called a percentage win. And that is what automatically New Zealand and Australia become the contender. So they need to fix that one. And I am agree yes. with that one again. If they go by the percentage win, I'm up for it. Because that is a better solution. Like how many number of tests you have played and how many you win, the percentage matter. I'm with that. But at the same time, you need to have number of tests need to be even. Like if you say somebody plays 12 tests and Sri Lanka has barely played just four, and if you're ranking them at number, what is the point here? 
the sri lanka has played almost one third test compared to those people who has played 11 or 12 yes yes point 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 taken and i definitely agree that where two countries play a series of five matches compared to a series of two matches there's clearly opportunities for those two countries to get ahead of the game because it they a convenience they have five match series whereas everybody so really ideally what we need to see is each series should be of the same length two three or four or five it should be fixed as opposed to two two and two or five and two and that that's the problem that's the rub see whether leon or uh, yes I, i'm back on top of that hearing? let me add one more point here the critical point here mm-hmm. is not about total number of games you need to have at least a one series between the two countries so if you have 10 teams the way i like to see is let's say west indies out of 10 team what i think west indies should play nine other countries in the rotation you don't uh-huh. want to judge them by playing against maybe five or six opponents in a particular cycle and the other three teams are playing somewhere else with somebody and they are also skipping one or two team and ranking them and that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. but surely surely try to play each hey. one once in that series will be not practical because of the of great distance between countries so it seems difficult it's for not, west indies to say go to australia and play just of one series and then move on to new zealand and play well i guess it it's practically could be done but because of the distance i can see why it's somewhat troublesome to play like a soccer tournament where you play one and home and one away any comments leon yes i just want to well just want to siphon off before jaking goes to ask him whether or not he thinks that ben strokes will will be named or would he refuse it if not ben strokes who will be england next captain it's very hard to say in england camp right now honestly i do not see any good leader unless they see some potential and work on mentoring and taking care of the team from there absolutely people talks the other way ben stroke is a potential because he's a good all-rounder there and then mm-hmm. people talk about this joe butler josh butler right but that is also on performance and in the past we have seen it the good batsman who is scoring run doesn't mean who can be a good leader it doesn't happen more often for the batsman batsman to be a captain and we have some ratio where we have advantage that the batsman who is becoming a captain has done well compared to the bowlers let's say this way but then there is a huge advantage uh, when the wicket keepers are the captain so in the sense <laughs> if i have to go for it i will say josh butler as a keeper will be the captain now you you think so oh what about bear so oh, there's talk about burn and also 
uh, words coming out of Australia Ian Trapple is saying that if England does not choose Ben Stokes, they're in big trouble. I don't know why, because you remember some years ago, I don't know if you... Okay, Ben Stroke, Stroke, I can predict the other way. It's a three-way position for the England, okay? He is absolutely great player, no doubt about it. But then we just learned the lesson from the Virat Kohli thing, right? You are good, but when you are putting under different pressure, the story goes different way. So it's not just win-win. I will say with the Josh Butler, you are taking one risk. He can succeed, he don't. If you put the Josh Butler, then there is another third point coming in place, uncertainty about how he can groom the youngsters in the team. But other than that, I believe besides these two players, there are other few good players who can be a leader, but then you are taking the huge risk by awarding senior and bringing a new player as a captain like West Indies did with the Jason Holder for a few years, right? And that can be a different world. So now we have to see what is the long-term plan. That is the key. It's not a short-term solution. Short-term solution is there for England. But where is the long-term situation where they can groom somebody as a captain and then he can serve the England on consistent basis being a good leader for, let's say, four to six years? And the England is always look for that factor. Look at the captaincy for the England team compared to any other team. They usually look for the good character who can last at least four to six years, and that's what they're going to look for. Yeah, well, and that's what they're hoping to do with Broad. But you think they may resort to what they did some years ago when they brought in <laughs> Mike Brayley, who was not yeah. able to make the team, but they brought in him as a specialist captain in right. just in order to, to win. So they have some options open to them, but do they have such a person? Lined up for that position, as they say, uh, uh, Mike Braley, or they will go just use uh, Broad if, 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 if Ben Stoke says no, because Ben Stoke is saddled with a saddled with a lot of um, injuries, and of course he has been off and on the field with his hip problem. So I don't know if he will accept it, but if he does, England may may, may have to have a strong vice-captain who can just fit in his place. So that's how I look at it. To be, to be honest with the fans, I will say it doesn't matter what we talk or what the coaches think about it or what are the commentators think about it. In today's world, we all know that the board controls those positions, the election and selection criteria of the leader. And we have absolutely no clue what the ECB administration's plan is behind the team. And uh, I will not be surprised if they are going for somebody, maybe the third person, which we don't know, if they see some other tactics for the team for next five years, let's say. Mm-hmm. Because whoever comes has to deal with it five or six years. You still got the James Anderson to deal with it. You still got the Chris Ball in the team. These are the two senior ballers. No doubt they are on downhill, and they are using on and off. 
they have some uh, injury issues and a lot of rest lately. But then you are adding the three more ingredients. You got the big all-rounder band stroke. You got an experienced and informed keeper, uh, Josh Butler. And at the same time, don't forget, Joe Root. He was to be a good batsman. But lately, he got into the crisis, not because of his own performance, but I believe it's a psychological impact on his own performance, and he is dealing with a lot of stress he carries for the team. That is what it is. So now, whoever is coming in a leadership is not about pulling 11 players, but how you kill these five guys as a leader in the team. That will be the key. So would you, would you, do you think that they'll bring, they'll bring back Anderson and Broad? If, if because Archer, it seems as if he's going to be out for a while. And uh, uh, Wood has, has broken down. I don't know if he'll be mended by, by July the 2nd when the first match, the test match starts against New Zealand. But England, England, like they say, prefers to lose a battleship than to lose a test match. And right now they are not a happy camper. Anything else to? But I know you have a limited time with us. I want to give you to give us your thoughts, though, on the Pollard resignation. Do you have? No, nothing much besides that. And I read your comment, the Mumbai Indians. Uh, I mean, this is yeah. a horrible. My-time championship mm-hmm. team is at the bottom, and they are not able to win a single game. And at the moment, after the eight games, means now you have the six more games left. I will say even they win all remaining six games, they cannot make playoffs. Oh, my goodness. And do you think that they'll rest, rest the big guns, as it were, like Pollard and, of course, the captain, and then play some young, young guns and see if they, they, they fare any better? Well, I'm not sure what's cooking in a Mumbai camp, but I can see the disaster started when they went the IPL expansion team. And uh, if you look at the rosters and the players lost by the existing eight franchise, I believe Mumbai has the biggest setback because they lose about five guys who used to play in 11 and make to make impact, right? You can uh, look at the Hardik Pandya, then you got the Kunal Pandya, two brothers, Deacock is up there. There was a Chahar, the good right-arm leg spinner. So if you look at it, when you lose about five guys from your starting 11 and bringing the new players, inexperienced players, and trying out different things, I think this is the huge pressure building up. And when they started losing one game, two game, three game, now day by day, what I can see is, it is a heavy pressure on Rohit Sharma and Pollard. And because of that, even they are capable to turn around and change game, they can't do nothing. It just flops all the game. And even today, I was looking at the scores. One point the Mumbai Indian was, I thought they can bounce back and come back. But all of a sudden, they lost. Even the last three overs, where they're supposed to score 50 or something, but it was a horrible performance. They lost more wickets than they can score in the last over. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, Virgil, I don't know if you have a question for Jatin. Do you? 
No, no, no. It's just sad to see the champion team, is at, and that is my team, is at the bottom of the table. But that's just the way the game goes. I mean, you can be last year up at the top, and this year you're at the bottom. So mm-hmm. that's part of the game. We don't like it, but especially mm-hmm. who back that team don't like it, but that's part of the game. Somebody has to be down there. And it will be unfortunate, let me tell you, predict here. Whoever mm-hmm. wins the IPL championship this year, We'll have at least one player came out from Mumbai. How about that? One. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mumbai lost the player and he's becoming a champion in other teams. That is what's going to happen. Yep. Like Deacock is playing with his uh, Lucknow team. They are at top. The Hardik Pandya playing for the Gujarat. Now they are the leaders in the chart. And then he got mm. Kunal Pandya. Chahar is doing good too in that other team. So if you look at overall, I believe whoever will be champion, we'll already have that uh, champion came out of Mumbai. At least one. At one, okay. Any other things on your mind? Of course, over in South Africa, Graham Smith has been cleared of his um, racism allegations. Anything on that? Well, this is the really critical topic in a cricket world. It was started from England and draining on the other side. And uh, this uh, is not my opinion. I was talking with a few guys from India on one of the shows. And this thing did popped up. Even today, the administration and the power belongs to those Commonwealth countries, even at the highest level. That means those 15 Commonwealth countries still are trying to dictate the cricket here and there. And uh, if you look at the other way, I think it's time for the cricket. Instead of looking at the back, they need to look at the future and has to make huge changes. The one positive change we can see in the last five, six years is about involvement of the female as a cricket, as a World Cup. They are bringing now females in journalists, commentary, and a lot of other roles. And that is the fair to bring the cricket made for the both genders, rather than it will be considered as a gentleman's game. So in the same sense, I believe it's a responsibility that every legend out there and every player out there, including the administrators, I would say, we need to start working towards the fairness of the game. Give a respect to everyone. Cricket has a nothing to do with the color. Cricket has a nothing to do with the nationality or religion. It's all about one sport and we all, all belong to that sport. So they need to stay quiet. Let's do everything we do by putting the game first. We can solve this problem. But once in a while we can expect some of them making some comments and then media adds some all stuff kind of it, and it brings to us like a, this is like a racism, hate, this, that. But it's not about keeping talking the same thing over and over. Can we just look forward, start fixing those issues, and the most important thing is they need to care about it. They need to be careful and think about it before they speak. Problem can be solved. Okay, thank you so much. We just have 
Audley joining us. I don't know if he has a question for you before you leave. So, Audley, come on in. Um, good evening, gentlemen. Um, good evening to our listeners throughout the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, obviously, I I just joined, so I, I did not hear the conversation, so I have no question to ask. Don't know what you're talking about. And Virgil, okay. Virgil wanted to bring him. Virgil wanted to bring him. Yeah, in, uh, I have again, been please, he, bringing him a, a lot. And, and he's here. A, and he's here. I know. I, I know. I, I have been bringing in Virgil for the longest while, and he keeps dropping. He's, he's called. Keep dropping. So I'll try one more time. So go, go, go ahead. Thank you very much, Audley. Just, Thank you. I brought you in about three times, Virgil. Yes, my, my, hand accidentally, you're, you're my hand accidentally hit something. Yes, you you were on. You're on and you're yes. open. And I called for you. Yes. So I brought yes, you I on before Audley, Audley mentioned that because you're on. Yes, you're on live. I sent the message to him. Yeah. Yeah. You're on live. Anything to say before um, Jatin leaves us? Just that we will have the birthday hour in a few minutes. So, Jatin, your final thoughts? Oh, nothing much. Just enjoy the show, and I may come back later if time permits. Okay. More of a situation than time, but uh, yes, I indeed. will say goodbye everybody and uh, let's enjoy the show. Okay. Happy birthday so, to, you, to your daughter, my friend. Happy birthday to your daughter. Let, Thank you. Guys. Let, me say, let, Thank let me say something to Jatin there. Did you plan to have your daughter born on Kenduka birthday? I I I, I figure you did something like that. <laughs> Leon and Dennis, this is what we speak on that show, right? Yeah, yeah. I did not plan for it, guys. It just happens as a coincidence, also, believe it or not. He also, he also planned for Brian Laura. Yep. You know what happens is, I can tell you on this particular thing, I did not even realize this two birthday, this is my honest thing from my heart, until 2011, when my daughter mm-hmm. became a world champ, and it was an article in Times of India in Bombay, the biggest and largest newspaper in India called Times of India. And that draws the attention, and one of the journalists asked my daughter on phone, you born on 24th April, that is the same birthday at Sachin Tendulkar, right? Mm-hmm. The journalist was trying to drag my daughter into the Sachin Tendulkar and cricket but then my daughter jumped in the other way. That's my daddy's name, John Peter, not me. You know? <laughs> and immediately after that, I realized this one is matching. And then I was looking at it. And by 2012, I figured out the son is also born on another legend, which is the Ryan Lara on May 2. So it's just like uh, probably after has decided the well-planned activity for me, being part of this cricket, you know, it's not. We didn't develop. We did not design. We did not work for it. It just happened. All right. So thank you so much, Jason. Enjoy yourself, and I'll be happy to welcome you back. See if you can send some some cake via the internet for us. Yeah, I will. I will say thank you, guys. You're welcome. Okay, Audley, Why don't you get ready? It's almost time, and uh, let's see if you can. Help me through the storm. Go right ahead, Audley. 
Take it away. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, good evening to you. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you. Now, we are about to go into the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It is a time of the evening when you can give a call, 5605-9850, 5156059850. And as we go, we give an occasional footnote. Yes, as we go along, it is the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Today is the 24th of April, and time is just flying away from us. Um, in the Almost the end of the month already, at the end of this week, it will be the end of the month. So let me start with um, happy birthday to Michael, Virgil's brother. Who, he's having a birthday to the 24th. Virgil's brother, Michael. And um, Mr. Mackenzie's daughter, Adrian Martin. Andrea Martin, also having a birthday today. And, of course, Shami, Jason's daughter, having a birthday today also. So uh, we have some involvement here, some connection to our panelists on the show. Three birthdays connection. And, um, of course, the big one, Sachin Tendulka, of course. But let me start with England, Jack Hobbs. Yes, that man scored some 61,000 first-class runs, whole lot of runs. Uh, George Humpage and David Lauter. Sachin Tendulkar, yes, first cricketer, first and only to play 200 test matches. The thing is, will anyone reach that uh, uh, that amount? How long will he keep that record? Let's see. MSK Prasad and Venkataram, M. Venkatarama, also from India. And we have um, Desha Mozawira from uh, Sri Lanka, Damian Fleming from New Zealand, Mary Patmore from Ireland, and Sakanda Raja from Zimbabwe. For the 25th, we have Akeem Morrison, Mr. Francis' grandson, Akeem, tomorrow, Akeem Morrison, mm-hmm. and uh, Jamaica former World and Olympic 110 meters champion Omar McLeod out of Jamaica will be celebrating tomorrow as well. So we have Fred Price, Mike Selby, Monty Panasar, Joe Chamberlain, and C.B. Fry, all from England. Bruce Martin from from New Zealand. From the West Indies, we have Ron Marshall out of Barbados, Akil Hussein from Trinidad and Tobago, and Neil Pascal from Grenada. Gary Kotsier from South Africa, Jamie Sidham from Australia, no, um, from South Africa, and then Jamie Sidham from Australia. And we have Sanjeeva Rangatunga, could only be from Sri Lanka. And we have Glenn Burke Jackson from Zimbabwe, John Nilanda from East Africa, and Kim Garth from Ireland. For the 26th, we have the birthday of former First Lady Ivana Trump. She will be 52 years old come the 26th of April. And out of Jamaica, the man, she's royal, so royal, Taros Riley, will be celebrating his birthday on the 26th as well. Along with Aaron Judge, yeah, the 6'6 six, six, six man from the Yankees, the home run hitter, he'll be celebrating and also another Sports star Tim Duncan from basketball. He spent some 19 years with the Spurs, and in the 19 years they have never, they have never, never failed to reach the the, the, um, the playoffs. 
and that's a good record. He'll be turning about 47. So Marty Bell and Lenny Davis from England, uh, Debbie Anderson and Laura Goodall from Africa, Dick, Wood, Ho- Dick Howard from New Zealand, Junie Dannett, Charles Kellaway, Peter Hanscom, all from Australia, Miriam Butt from Pakistan, Anne-Marie McDonald from Ireland, V.J. Raswami from India. For the 27th, Iverson Vaughn. Iverson will be celebrating on the 24th. Happy birthday when it comes on. Uh, and uh, Ella, Cardinal's sister, will also be celebrating on the 27th. So they share something in common there. Birthday. Okay, so we have Bill, Bill Copsom and Jeremy Sharp from England. And also Jane and Ed, Edner. From Australia, Peter McIntyre and John McLean. Hanish, Hanish Rutherford from New Zealand. Imran Han. Khan from South Africa. And we have um, Region West from Ireland. And today, uh, that day as well, the 27th, will be the celebration of it with 20 years since Shoaib Akhtar the fastest ball ever bowled in history of cricket. Well, maybe somebody have bowled a faster ball. We don't know. But since they start, you know, clocking the, the miles per hour, and the only mm-hmm. one who have known to have gone over 100 miles and 100.04 miles an hour when he was playing in the ODI versus Australia, he bowled to Craig McMillan. So it will be 20 years. Come on, Shaki. I mean, Shoei Bakhtar. For the 28th, General Degrees out of Jamaica. And also the 28th, 2007, Australia won their third consecutive World Cup, 50 of them, of course, in Barbados versus Sri Lanka. Third straight. Al Valentine and Shannon Gabriel. Valentine from Jamaica, Shannon Gabriel from Trinidad, Tobago, from the United States, Hilton Hackerman. And uh, from South Africa, Garth Delaney. From Ireland, Mike Braley. From England, Ajit Pai. From India, Andy Flowers. From Zimbabwe, Craig Wright. From Scotland, Jack Fingledon. From Australia. For the 29, uh, Mr. Mackenzie. Know about Miss Lydia Albert. Mr. Mackenzie. Lydia Albert will be celebrating a birthday on that day. And the Superman called Andre Russell or J. Russ playing, in la- playing last week in a match. He was bowling the last over, and he took four wickets in the last over for five runs. One, five four, runs. a single, and four wickets. Wow. Um, and they lost the match, by the way, and he made some 48 and 20 eight balls. Uh, so Andre Russell will be celebrating on the 29th. Marvin Harvey, mm-hmm. Brian Tabe, and James Faulkner from Australia. Phil Toffnell and Sydney and Dudley Ripon from England. Ashish Neera from India. Trent Johnstone from Ireland and Stephen Broad from Namibia. Finally, for Statue Day, Miss um, Marva Jones will be celebrating her birthday. Marva will be celebrating on Saturday. Happy birthday when it comes, Marva. 
Barrington Levy, the one that free greetings I bring, you know, from all the ragamuffin out of Jamaica. Barrington Levy will be celebrating his birthday too, and it, we mark, we'll be marking the seventh. We'll be marking seven years since Benny King. We know the famous Benny, Benny King over the years. Died. He died 2015. Ian Healy, wicket keeper from Australia. Danny Briggs, Walter Keaton, and Alan Wheaton from England. Rohit Sharma, yep, out of India. Chris Morrison, Anton Murray from South Africa. And we have on on the Bream out of Ireland and Ashley Mon Maharaj from Scotland. And this is what I have for you, Leon. So back to you. Yeah, back to yeah. yeah, thank you so much for that. And just to tell the listeners, though, that my grandson, you know, uh, his name is really um, Adrian Akil Morris. Adrian Akil Morris and I had Akil, Akil, yeah, Akil, like like Akil in the movie, Akil. Okay. Akil Morris, and I just want to go on to say that I had a distinct pleasure and and privilege for him to come with me at church. My goodness, and he he really created a storm. I felt so proud of him because. All the folks in the church are saying, "Where is your grandson? He's so handsome. He's so he's so strong." Hey, hey. <laughs> ah, knowing a young black man who comes to church, you know, in a in a in a grossly populated white church, with perhaps three three black persons in it, with a black young man, and they are all over him. So, congratulations to you on your birthday come Monday, the twenty fifth. And I can re- vaguely remember the days when he born. We we were, were driving so fast from Florida, from down South Florida, to come up to Tallahassee to see our first grandchild. That I got a ticket. That was the last <laughs> time that I got a ticket. That was the last time that I got a ticket. We got a cop said. I said, "Cop, I'm in a hurry to go and see my grandkids." So he says to me, "I'm gonna hurry up write this ticket." So you can get to see a grandchild. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I say you got some hard cop, but I say I'm not going to argue with you. You have to do your job. So I just went on, and I was happy. Now, folks, I had to make an announcement as well because, as you know, the entertainment show, which is usually on our caption on Saturday mornings, will no longer be on our caption. They have found a new home. And their new name is the Caribbean Global Voices. You can hear, hear them each and every Saturday morning from 9 until 12. And according to Iva, they'll be operating each and every day. So we'll look forward to hear them. And we just want to just offer our congratulations to them and to give them our wholehearted support. You can reach them at 563-999-3693. The number again is 563 99 Nine three six nine three. For those of you who don't have that number, you can always reach Ivor and get that number for him. So congratulations to them, and we would like to offer our sincere congratulations to them and wish them all the best. May they do well and um, 
provide the kind of entertainment that they usually do on Saturday mornings. So that's my take. I don't know if Dennis has any word to say about anything else or anything. And Virgil, of course, we want to hear from you if you have any birthdays. And let's see who else. Um, okay, I mentioned Ivan, his okay. brother, just in case he had yes. forgotten. I, okay. I, 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 I better do. I'd like to say mm. I want to wish my brother Michael Flemers a very, very happy birthday. I was trying to get him to see if they could have come on, come on listening, but I did not um, get him. But I just want to say, bro, I love you with all my heart. Happy, happy birthday. I know somewhere maybe you and your wife and your kids and everybody there celebrating your birthday. just want to wish you all the best. And as usual, big brother, I love you all the way, bro. And I also mm-hmm. want to say um, just one little sad one for me, um, a little um, my condolence to Earl and Carol Stevens. Which um, mm-hmm. you know, Earl, oh, my friend. His um, yeah, his his mom, no, his mother-in-law, oh. Archer. Oh, his um, mother-in-law. Okay. Yes, I can't remember one of her name. It's Archer. Um, she passed mm-hmm. away um last week. Um, just last week, yeah. And it was so sad because every time she have a birthday, she always make sure she wanted to see me over there. And it was ha- so funny. One night, I went over there like about a month ago. To pick up something and it was raining so hard. Just to pick up early, a vehicle from early, it was raining so hard. I just wanted to get there. And when I get there, I send a message to tell her hello. She was in her room, and I think she was sleeping. But they wake up and said I said hello. But I never. It was so funny. I never really get a chance to really see her because the last time before that was one on her birthday last year. I think I saw her. Um, that was sometime in June. Is her birthday, I think. Um, and that's when I saw her. So she passed away, so I just want to say a condolence to the Stephen family for the passing of Carol's mom. And look Archer. who we found, Virgil. Look who we found. Out of nowhere see you, comes see Mr. You on the radio. Mr. See you on the radio. Kenzie, we have seen you on the radio. Come in and talk with us. Come on in and talk with us, Mr. McKenzie. Mr. Yes, McKenzie, sir, I'm here. I, I, am, yeah. I am still on my, on my um, walker, but my voice can go. So uh, I just want to say thanks to all you guys for your well wishes. And um, mm-hmm. I, I want to say I, I am recovering. I'm doing all right. But I still have to mm-hmm. do with my walker. So I really want to say thanks to all of you for your well wishes and your prayers for my recovery. And, yeah, um, I, I'm very grateful for young young. Young men like you guys down there, you have been wonderful. Thank you very much. Yeah, we. All right. Nothing, nothing, nothing more to say. No, nothing mm-hmm. more to say. Well, I, um, unless I want to say um, congratulations uh, uh, to um. No, what I want to say is that Mr. Pollard has stepped down from cricket. He wish him all the best in his retirement. I know he's going to be playing. Uh, 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 no, I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talking about birthdays. We're going to come back to it. I'm talking about birthdays. Oh, no, I, I don't have any birthday on my agenda right now. But you have one today, Mr. You, no, you have you one that? today. Your, your, your daughter. Why are you think hardly saying that to you? Oh, oh, daughter, oh, your, oh. <laughs> your daughter, Andrea Martin. You see, I, I was down in the dumps, so I forgot every damn thing. Anyway, thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. 
Good. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right. Dennis, all right. Are you keeping quiet? Your your buddy's on the line. Dennis, come on in, Mr. McKenzie. Yes. He's on. Yes, we mm-hmm. we welcome we welcome Max. We're happy to see him on the radio and of course we miss those velvet tone of his. I have no birthdays to I, go. I, I like to see you guys on the on the radio too. You've been wonderful. <laughs> All right, thank you. Back to you, Leo. I have no more birthdays for this. No, I thought you'd say you have two more to come. Two more to come. Me? Anything else? No. From anybody no. else? I just let me see if anybody else is on the board that would like to say anything else. I don't know. I see Ivory's on, but I don't know if he, his hands would be up or he's still in the field. But nevertheless, we just want to just. Yeah, close this session out and turn it back over to Audley. Audley, it's all yours. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. Also, Mr. McKenzie, Lydia Albert, she'll be celebrating mm. on, on Friday. Oh, oh yes. She's, having a, she's having a big, she's having a big long term coming up. A big long term. Mm-hmm. I can't invite mm-hmm. you guys because I'm told not to. And I didn't see <laughs> you say that. <laughs> but she, she has started breaking yesterday with one of her groups. The real red red hat to the meeting, so she was there for that bash yesterday, and then the big thing is the birthday luncheon that's coming up later on this month. So Lydia Albert, she's outside. The door is closed. I don't think she can hear me shouting her name, but I'm sure she's going to be happy to know that her name was mentioned on this show. Thank you. Have, Thank have you no so fear. much. She can, she can have no fear. She can find it on blogtalkradio.com slash the cricket show. And she'll hear Mr. McKenzie live in living color. I mean, live in living black and white. <laughs> 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 Thank you. It's so, it's so refreshing uh, to hear your voice, Mr. Uh, I am thrilled with joy. And of course, we, it shows that our prayers have been answered. You're a superman. You, you, your thoughts and prayers are always in our thoughts, of course. And we wish you well. Come back Thank to you. us in one piece shortly. Back over All to right. So, yeah, so he reminded he remind me of somebody else, Mr. Francis. He reminded me of uh, one Miss Ruby Lack, my mom. Oh, you yes. Know, she, always say, she, she, she always say, yeah, the feet are not too good at all, but the voice is strong. So when I heard <laughs> When I heard him say that, you know, he's still on his walker, but the voice is strong. I said, that's my room. <laughs> okay, so um, happy birthday to my buddy of mine up here in Canada, Ben Jones. He'll be celebrating on, on Wednesday. And, of course, I did Marvel again one more time. Happy birthday to you, Marvel, when it comes on Saturday. Saturday. So you have a song going to play, yeah, Leonor? Yeah, I... You know, I, I have a song I'm playing, but just want to announce the passing of one of my dearest friends, Jackie McLean. McLean, she had, you know, hailed me up a couple of years ago very well on this on the Saturday morning show. And um, I was so saddened when I heard of her passing a couple of weeks ago. But last week I forgot to mention it. But Jackie McLean, she has passed away, a young lady in her prime served with me at the Christ Fellowship Church as a, one of the guest services members, and she was such a wonderful person. She was dear to me, and I will sadly miss her, even though 
we have been apart, we still correspond, and she always sends me greetings each and every morning. And I have so many greetings coming out of the morning, but I always look forward to Jackie's greetings and uh, tell you I'm going to miss her. May her soul rest in peace and rise in glory. Back to you. I have a song lineup. Uh, oh, happy day. And you want me to play before, or you have mm-hmm. completed your your end? So I'm just going to dedicate this song. I hope it um, it's a happy day for some. It's not so happy for others, but when you've gone home to be with the Lord, you ought to be happy. You are suffer. Suffer everything. Earth. Yep. Uh, amen. Oh, happy day.
say, there you have it. I can tell you that what some is? always wake me up, Lee, and I can tell you if I'm sleeping. Oh, yeah. Oh. He wake oh, me up, man. Okay. I didn't know Rosie. I could wake up anybody. <laughs> I don't know if I could wake up anybody because sometimes my wife is sleeping and I can't wake her up and I'm afraid mm-hmm. to wake her up. But go on, go, go right ahead. All right. So this has been the Walter Henry Bursian Anniversary Hour. Thank you for tuning in. And just in case you have just missed out on anything, you can always go back in the archives. It's blogtalkradio.com slash the cricket show. Blogtalkradio.com slash the cricket show. Join us next week, hopefully 6.30, when once I'm going to present the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Back to you, Leah. Back to me. Thank you for that, Audley. And just want to recap this story I covered earlier on about the coolest cricket grounds activity. That is the cool and smooth 2022, Virgil. Mm-hmm. In two groups, Liberta Black Hawks, the Winthrop Lions, the Chester Golden Eagles, Piggots are in one group. In group two, Empire Nation, Rising Sun Spartans, All Saints Titans, um, the Jennings Tigers. And of course, speaking with Keith Frederick, one of our great cricketers in Antigua, and of course, one of the best groundsmen around the, 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 the Leeward Islands and Antigua. We just want to just say congratulations to him and his son who coaches the, the Piggott's Crushers is of the opinion that he will replace the Liberta uh, Blackhawks. I don't think Kenny Benjamin would allow that, but nevertheless, he has his way. I just want to congratulate Johnny Frederick as well for his Input and the work he has done with the Tigers Titans, no, the Crushers, Tigers Crushers. And just want to say the, the matches begin on Monday the 25th. The Tesla Golden Eagles will take on Tigers. The Liberta Blackhawks will be playing New Winthrop. Then on Tuesday, All Saints Titans will be taking on Jennings Tigers. The Empire Nation will be taking on the Rising Sun Spartans. And on Thursday, the 28th, New Winthrop's Lions will be playing the Tesla Golden Eagles, and the Piggott's Crushers will be taking on the Liberta Blackhawks. So I'll give you next week's matches and tell you that the matches will go on until they eliminate four teams from the eighth, and they will be playing in the semifinals, which will begin on Friday the 6th. And then the second semifinals will be played the same day as well. And, of course, matches are played each day from 4 p.m. on, and then the next match starts at 7. And the grand final will be on Saturday, the 7th of May, when the third-place finisher would be determined. And, of course, the finals will play afterwards at 7, and then we'll come up with a winner. But this, this program has been attracting quite a bit of interest because they have overseas players as far as Scotland going into Antigua to play. And, of course, one of the biggest draw out of the Caribbean is Sheldon Cotwell. He'll be playing for the Empire Nation. And, of course, we wish them well. Again, congratulations to Mr. Leon Kumar Rodney, the president of the Antigua and Barbuda Cricket Association. And, of course, again, to Mr. Fredo, Mr. Keith Frederick, 
and wish his son well. Of course, we want to just say hello to Kenny Benjamin and the Liberta Blackhawks. That's my team. I was born in Liberta, and I have never supported any other team but Liberta. Liberta are the defending champions. And, folks, you can pick it up on the Internet. I don't know the site per, per se, but I will post it and let the folks know where they can find these matches because I tell you, it's some high quality of cricket that is being played in the Leeward. And we hope, I heard, I've heard that um, Jamal Hamilton is coming over to play also and some other guys from Sinkage and Nevis will also be involved. So look out, great tournament, and you never know what will happen. What stars will come out of these tournaments? Any thoughts on uh, that? One, one question, Leon. Is it T20 yeah. or T10? Are they playing T10, T10 or T20? T10, I think it's the 2020. It says 2020. I, I know. I know. 20. I, I've, been watch, yeah, I've been watching some, mm. some T10 matches, maybe just from the Vincent. From, okay, mm, thanks. Yes. From St. Vincent, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, they have some 10-10 yes. matches yes. being played there. I don't know if it's a replay or what, but I've been watching some on, on sports match. Like, yes, yeah. I believe it's the 10, T20. Yes. Yes, Daniel. I'm hearing Audley um, mentioning the T10, and I'm wondering if possibly he might be seeing the Jamaica Cricket Association T10 blast. Because oh, he's probably my they, Yeah, we should we should cover that yeah. as well a little later on. But we'll just focus in on this matches for the T twenty cool matches smooth. that are being played. Be, yeah, between cool and smooth, and it has been um, away for a while. And the people are thirsty for this tournament because it has created quite a bit of interest. And the fact that it's being played at uh, one of the first class venues is another important. Um, upgrade for the tournament because, you know, the folks are really, really uh, hungry for the kind of cricket. And it has attracted players from Scotland, I understand. Scotland, one of the players coming from Scotland, and of course, from Trinidad, and of course, from um, Jamaica, Anguilla, and Jamaica. And who, who knows well, where else. But all the, you, all you, the you stars know. have been... Go ahead. When you finish, Leon, I just want to mention when you finish. Yeah, 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 yeah you're making a point. Go ahead. I just need yeah, um, to yeah. So go back. This, um, this, 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 this man, cool and smooth. I can tell you because you know we listen to Good Morning Jojo a lot. And they're, they're always sponsoring sports events. And so, you know, it's next time, next time I have to, to go to um, Antigua, I have to know where that story is. I mean, they have, they have been really... It's a lower market street, lower market street. Yeah, yeah I heard that, but, uh, you know, like, like I would like to walk in this store, physical store, you know, and because mm-hmm. they, have been, they have been really doing a good job. Everything you hear, cool and smooth, cool and smooth, cool and smooth, you know? So I, I, you I know think... something oddly? You know something? Mm-hmm. Every time I go to Antigua, I don't need a shirt, but I go in there and spend some money and because I admire the guy for his... Um, He's, yes, um, support cricket and contribution big to time. the development yes. of sports and other things in the island. And I, that's why yes, I took some time true. out to say I'm going to talk about cool and smooth because it's yes. worthwhile. You mention it and mention the people who are involved, Keith Fredericks and his and son and Kenny Benjamin and all the other coaches from Bethesda, All Saints, Jennings, Empire Nation, all these teams. You know, they have put in... Sylvester Joseph and all these guys have been putting in a lot of work 
of course, mm-hmm. with Baron Epilus Edwards, you, know, you, you name it. All the guys are involved in these tournaments. So we just want to congratulate Antigua and all who are involved with making this possible. And, you know, for COVID, it has been missing for a while, but they are back. Not to um, mention the, the guy who is, is uh, Dario Batley, the son of Ralston Batley, my friend from school days, his grandfather who passed on from years. Dario Batley is a young man who is now employed with the Western Cricket Board. He's responsible for organizing this tournament. And it's well run. And, of course, I'm glad they have a good venue to expose this cricket. Um, you know, there's where Stanford began. You remember that million dollar? Yes. Between Westerners yeah, and yeah. England? Yeah. And there's where that began. And uh, I'm glad that it has come to being once more. We wish them well. And we will do our utmost to make sure that the folks know about the results as they come to hand. So congratulations to everyone. And wish them well. Any other thoughts from anybody else? Shall we go on to Pollard? I know this has been on uh, the minds of many people. Folks, this weekend what? we were surprised, or were you surprised, or were you not? Pollard has retired from international cricket, but he will continue to play the, course, the league. franchise cricket. Franchise cricket, has, yeah. mm-hmm. He has picked up a contract in the 100, and of course... Is Mumbai Indians is really struggling. Wow, wow. Oh, oh and eight, awful, I say awful. today, poor, poor Mumbai Indians. So let's start off with Mr. Dennis or Virgil. Virgil, you want to start? What uh, is wrong with yeah, Pollard? Yeah. Pollard, no, his time is coming because Pollard have been performing um, for the West Indies. So I think he do the right thing because I believe probably West Indies would not select him for the rest upcoming game that they have because he have me performing so this is what them guys want to do long time ago go off and make their their money but i mean he he's not performing so he was looking to be out of west in this team anyhow so i think he did the best thing for himself uh, oddly <laughs> you, you want to come in and chime in well 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 um i mean pollard pollard's captaincy has been coming under scrutiny and and even when when we beat uh, the side down here and and he was out and 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 we, we beat the side and but it was his vice captain um we keep her there or little Poor star right. batman there Poor nicholas right. Poran. right right completed the series and um we i'm not going to forget that he also um um joined the elite group of players who have hit six sixes in one over in an international match when he hit no other than Hasaranga and um, mm. and so forth. But he was coming under pressure. People are questioning his captaincy, his tactics and, and stuff like that. And um, so I don't know if he told, if he told Virgil or what, but we know that <laughs> it, seemed, <laughs> it seemed that something... Something wasn't going to be too right, you know. I wasn't going right with him. And uh, as I said before, they have been talking, talking, and and um, poor and been captaining the side in a, in a great way. So it could be that he 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 foresee something coming. It could be. I'm not saying he did. I can't read his mind. I'm saying could could be. 
And um, of course, we know we know from a long, long time ago when it comes to the T20 and so forth. You know, even when um, his side his side in the Caribbean won, he gave up the captaincy and you know side with the, with, with with Mumbai and, and other teams and so forth. So we know directly where his loyalty is. Not that he's not loyal to the West Indies and to Trinidad, um, but um, when it comes to the, the big money, you know, and it could be that that might get in his way, you know, of some big contrast and so forth. So, you know, I, I'm, I, I, I'm not going to bash him for that because, you know, there, there are times when, when he, 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 he did the right thing. Um, by sticking with the West Indies and, and so forth, but um, I was shocked. I was shocked when the news came that 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 he he he, he um, resigned, you know, from retired from international cricket. And um, mm. as as it turns out, I just want to wish him well. You know, I, I'm not going to bash a man for you know continuing to make money um, because we have seen in the past. Lot of West Indian players, lot of even you know other cricket, but I know for West Indian players, uh, West Indies team, they they end up with nothing because they were only playing, they were only playing for the glory or the honor of, of representing their country or their region, and 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 they, 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 if they didn't have something to fall back on, there's really nothing they are getting, you know, so things are flowing now. And uh, he, before he reach, reaches the age of Chris Gale, when he can't do anything much again, I think since he wants to do that, it's the right time to do it. And he has a couple more years where he can, he can be a, one of those viable players that any side would want to pick up in a T20 or T10 game. So I just want to wish him all the best. But I was surprised when, when I heard the announcement, put it that way. Okay. Back to you. Mm-hmm. Did you say anything about it, Dennis, yet? So why don't you? Come no, in not, not yet. Not mm. yet. Uh, Come on in. He followed issued a statement on his Instagram. He said, after careful deliberation, I today decided to retire from international cricket. It was a dream of mine to represent the West Indies team from the time I was a boy of 10 years. And I am proud to have represented represented West Indies cricket for over 15 years in both T20 ODI form of the game. In response, Cricket West Indies, President Ricky Skerritt issued a statement on behalf of everyone at CWI. I would like to express our thanks to Kieran Pollard for his outstanding service to the West Indies ODI and T20 teams over the past 15 years. We respect his decision to retire from international cricket and are especially grateful for the high quality of leadership and commitment he invested in both West Indies teams since his appointment as a white ball captain in September 2019. We wish him continued success in his career. Now, on a personal note, I might say that, you know, looking at his his, uh, record, his, his statistics, he played 123 matches. 100 and, uh, in ODIs, 101 in T20, and of course uh, nine in under 19. Between 2007 and 2022, Pollard's batting average was uh, 26. 
he scored three centuries and he took 55 wickets at an average of 34. And in the T20, there was 93 matches where his average was 25 and his total wickets all was 38. And I've noted that in his career, wickets, the highest wicket total that he has ever appeared to have taken in uh, these matches was perhaps three for something. Understandably, people look out for Pollard because of the power that he may bring, such as what Audley mentioned that we saw the six sixes in an over. Yes, he's very powerful and he's very strong. But overall, his batting average for these matches have not been, in my estimate, really worthy of the uh, praise that appears to be heaped on him. Currently for, um, for M- Mumbai Indians, he's had six innings, one of 22, another of 22, 0, 10, 25, 14. So he's batting at number six. He's paid lots of mulas to help Mumbai Indian, but yet his production and his uh, quad contribution have been so, so very poor. I hope that he can improve on this when he gets to the 100, because after that, this might be his last opportunity to shine. I nevertheless wish him well, and I will forever remember the six sixes in and over. That's my contribution on that. Yeah, your contribution, I, I appreciate your concern. But tell me, do you know of how, how his average compares with the others that are, in, are presently in contention? Do you know how his uh, average compares? No, I, I We really compare. have to look at that to, to then say his averages are poor because his, his averages are poor, you could imagine, and they have players on the side whose averages are, are not as, uh, as good as his. But nevertheless, it could. It, it needs to be improved. I think it needs to be improved. But to just write him off and say he's poor, I think that is. When we compare with other team, Western team cannot win if if they have players who are whose averages are below his. But I would say he 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 did it. It was timely. He probably got wind that he probably might be stopped. But then again, who knows? He had the support of the president of the Western Cricket Board, and I obviously believe that he would have gotten another opportunity, but he probably felt there was time for him to go because he too, when once he has to devote so much time to Western Cricket, he is he's struggling also with his um, international career in the franchise cricket. And obviously, he's making more money. I think it's a matter of money. Well, he, he said, that's it for me. I prefer to go out. And the toll he has taken on, on his body. It seems as if, to me, he was looking too thick around the, around the waist. And I, I believe that's a sign that he's probably not getting enough exercise. But I wish him all the best. And I hope whatever he does, he will continue to, to make progress. Now, my big question to the panelists this evening, who will be his successor? I know that Puran is perhaps the heir apparent for the T20. Do you think it would be right for them to also let him be the captain 
of um, the ODI. So question is open to you oddly, then Virgil and of course then Dennis. Well, well, well. Um, when it comes to the T20, I think Nicholas Poran, he's still young. He's, he's an aggressive batsman, um, being a wicketkeeper too, you know, a lot of the great uh, 2020 cricketers. Um, if you look at some of the wicketkeepers, they are among the best 2020 uh, cricketers. And, and as captain, you, you're always in, in, in the play, action and stuff like that. I think you can marshal the forces uh, from close up at all times. You'll be up there. You can talk to the bowler and stuff like that. So I, 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 w- I would look at um, Nicholas Poran and say, um, yet, yet there's a guy like Robman Powell. Um, he, he was um, given mm. a chance once. Yes, but uh, yes, it, yes. it was it wasn't for long. It was just a very short stint, and um, mm-hmm. he, he's you know making runs in the IPL right now. He he made his first century, the the, the third West Indian to make a T20 international century, and um, mm-hmm. so he you could be could be looking at him as well. But um, overall, I, I think Poran would be would be the front runner. You know, we have been surprised before. Maybe we'll be surprised again. Uh, for the for the for the ODI, hmm, I, I would really have to think about that. Uncle come on, you'd really have to think about that one. How about you, Virgil? What say you? Uh, yeah, hmm. um, I think they should continue with Peron, whether it's T20 uh, or the ODI, because I think he need def- definitely deserve his chance. And I'm gonna go back to something with Pollard. For a, a really 20-something average, is a poor, 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 poor performance. I don't care what nobody said, really. I'm not saying he's poor, but how he comes No, I know, but I'm just saying, yeah, but Mm. I'm saying for average, if you have an average, because sometimes you're in the 40s and people criticize you for your average in the 40s. So perhaps someone in the average in in, in, um, 20-something, it is really poor. I can understand when you have a T20, okay, I I go out and hit 2.6, and and I'm on top of the world, but for the average, when you look at the average, it is really... Sometimes some of us get lucky. We go out, we perform. We can make. One time I went out and get seven wickets for five runs, and the other time mm-hmm. the team had more killer. So sometimes you have your day when you do certain things, but for international players like these guys, who have an average like at twenty something, I mean, I can say it for next year, I don't think Mumbai Indian is going to hold on on him. We have to look for another team, and his money will be a lot less than what it is. You see this year, nobody pick up Chris Gale. He's going to go down like that because most of these guys not really working on their, that's their professional, and they're not working on it. They're not doing their homework. They're not doing what, practicing like how they're supposed to and work on their weak spot. And that's going to be his downfall because he need to up, his, his average need to come up. Yeah, and then that, no maybe that would make him a better for the can, domestic can, can affair I, that he wanted to get into. But... I mean, Peran himself, um, I, I would hope he, he take over, continue the one, uh, with, with the T20, and he can give him the one day. Um, I don't wish him all the best, because you need some really young heads inside there, and then guys to... to because I think, honest, I think, personal for myself, I think mm-hmm. Pollard himself um, kind of put a lot of pressure on those other players, because I don't believe sometimes he get along good with 
some of these players. He, he look like a person. If you, say, if you say certain things to him and you don't like it, he will spite you. Mm-hmm. And that is what I see inside of it. I could be wrong, but that is what yeah. I believe I see inside of Pollard. Can I answer yeah. something about, about um, Virgil there, Mr. Francis? Mm-hmm. Is that sometimes, uh, as Leon mentioned, uh, when, you, when you look at, uh, I would have to go back and look at all the averages, uh, you know, the average of, of, of the... Um, the average of all the other West Indians that are currently playing in the West Indies team. But um, sometimes if you look at the, the average, you can be totally misled if you look at that mm-hmm. alone because the person coming down the order and, and um, the West Indies need some quick runs. So exactly. it's no time when it comes to T20, especially, it's no time to go out there and, 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 and settle down and try to play defensive cricket. So he may make a quick fire, quick fire 25 or, 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 or 35, or maybe just, just 12, you know? But um, it depends on, it, on it, the, the, the position of the game. Position the bat. So you, 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 right. So you, you come down, you come down and you, you may only make a 25, but you make it in four, in, 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 in six, seven balls. Where, when the team really requires the momentum, so and, and then you, you you have to take a risk. You have, you have to take some risk sometimes. So ball that you maybe play back to the bowler, you have to try to get it out of the park. And sometimes in doing so, you're you're caught, right? So so, yeah, so sometimes is what is what the team requires, you know. So We're you, not you end up not having 20, 20, Yeah, but in one day, what's the average in one day? Is that the same twenty something? Twenty six yeah. well, one. But okay. the point is, teams always have to Go do that the same rule that Audley talks about. The rule that yeah, but I'm saying one day you have more time. Because as a finisher. Yeah, one day you have know. more time. Uh, we can't be, be sure of that. Because overs might be running out when he comes into bat. What position he bats? Right. What position Mr. Francis, he we know West in this team and guys get a lot of chance when they come in at least he was like 50 overs now. He bat more than 10 or he... He come in when he's more than 10 overs. He's not less than 10 overs when he's turned to bat in one day. Right. Most of the time, he's coming more than 10 overs. Compare him with the others. Compare him with the others and see. Yeah. Go ahead. Talk to me, um, Dennis. Well, you know, we, we seem to be putting a lot of praise on his abilities. And yes, we know he has the power. But his production has not been worthy of all of the, um, the hoopla that surrounds him. You know, mm-hmm. to compare him with other players, I think is, is, is not right because each player has to earn his position in the side. And to look at Pollard and look at somebody else and said, well, Pollard is marginally better, therefore we should maybe discard so and so. No, we can't. We have to look at his production and value his contribution before we look at other people. Now, in terms of who should take the place, this undoubtedly, the person to follow up would be Nicholas Puran. He showed that he can perform. He has the ability. I mean, even in the current um, IPL setup, Puran has had, what, five innings, three of which has been not out. And he scored 34 runs three times and won a duck one. So there is no doubt his performance is far, far out benefit or outshines that of Pollard. And I think that we just, you know, quite frankly, Pollard might be on his last year in, in cricket next year if he doesn't 
turn this around when he plays in the hundreds. I don't see too many people knocking on his door for $850,000. This season is still young, you know. This season is still young. Yes. Don't forget. Dennis, sure. do you sure. normally compare? Do you normally compare an all around with a with a with a um, a batsman, a man who's picked to be to bat only, and you have an all round? Do you no, normally compare them both? Well, you look at someone is being picked for 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 the team, Leon. You look at what mm. they're going to contribute, and you look at their production. It's not a matter of country. Um, Comparing an all-rounder and uh, and a specialist, you look at what they contribute after their pick because you pick them for their qualities and their production and what they can bring to the team. So, you know, I'm not saying you compare an all-rounder and a specialist. I'm simply saying you look at their production in the team, what they bring to the team, and how much they fit and come to the forefront when we need them. For example, but, you look at Brassweight. There is there is there is more than one factor to be judged when it comes to Pollard because he's not only his fielding is catching, um, his fielding like is catching, and uh, he may not come across as the best leader. Oh, you know, like the, the situation what happened to him with with with, with the Cornwall when Cornwall suspectedly was terminated his innings. He doesn't feel that was right, but he, he tells it as it is. But the point is, how do we measure the contribution of a player of his caliber? You don't just measure his batting alone. You have to measure what he does with the ball, what he does with the bat sometimes, and what he does with the, uh, his fielding ability. And sometimes... What has he, he done? A, a part, but we, 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 when we compare him with the ball, he comes in and breaks a partnership when the other top bowlers have not done that. And often he has yeah. done that for the West Indies. So we cannot just write him off and say he, he's... How do we compare each play, player? Um, we have the interference in the background there, Leon, from somebody. Yeah. Okay, let me see if you missed... Um, radio, radio playing in the background. Or a TV yeah, somebody playing in somebody's background. Okay, that is covered. Not no. mine. No, not but yours. I Leo, know who it is. You know, I, Leo, I have to say, uh, you're being very, very generous in terms of saying, well, he comes in and he breaks a partnership or he, mm. he, um, mm. he takes a good catch. Yes, we expect all this of everyone in the team who has, who's a mm. bowler. Yes, we expect yes. him to come mm. in and do that. Point we expect uh, good catches. So to say that we should, you know, he preys on him because he, 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 he f- makes a flash here and a flash there. It's just not good enough. That's why the West Indies team is in such no, poor... Well, I'm, I'm, not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that he was outstanding, but I'm saying with a team like the West Indies, he, he's, his, his performance is comparable to others. That's my point. I'm not saying that he is... Which, which he one of the all-rounders? Does his performance better than Andre Russell? Andre hardly played for the West Indies. Hardly played for the West Indies. No, but whether it's hardly or not, but is, is his performance better than Andre Russell? Well, he has been... When, when, you tell me what Russell has done for the West Indies. In recent right. I, I don't know when so he has played for the West Indies for a long time. Tell you know. me, but... but Yes, we, we, we are saying Russell, Russell, 
is good on paper and on the uh, the IPL, but he hardly does anything for the West Indies when he represents them. And, and, and for Jamaica okay. in in the in the CPL and, and Jamaica, stuff that, like that. That, that, that is yeah. true. And Pollard hardly does. Yeah, but that is true. And Pollard hardly done anything profound but, for the West okay, Indies. Why yeah. don't you do this? So and do this to me. Pull up, pull up Pollard's record. Pull up Jay, Jason Holder record. Pull up, pull up Shia Hope record. Pull up um, who else? Um, pull up um, the other guy from Barbados, the off spinner. Pull up his yeah, who else has not been playing? Pull up um, Blackwood. Pull up uh, Bonner. And, and, and uh, do no. pull up the, all these. No, for the, look at all the, the ones that play. No, uh, Blackwood don't really play. Blackwood don't really play. Okay, uh, away from that. Yeah, but, mm. yeah, yeah. You mm. see, we we uh, can do that. You know, but there, you are, we have uh, we have Pollard and a high post. Just like if you have the best out of ten. Pollard, yes. you're going to have Pollard at number one, and you'll have the rest of them but, on but, the yeah. Pollard, but he's no, not performing. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. Nobody said that. But the thing is, the thing is, uh, sometimes you're saying um, some flash performance every now and then. From yes. time to time, Pollard takes some catches. Pollard and Bravo in, in particular. Take some catches, even down the bound. When you when think the ball gone, it jump and, 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 you know, some spectacular catches in the outfield. This is not every now and then. This is something that he has done consistently over 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 his cricket career. So he's known as an outstanding fielder, uh, outstanding catcher, right? Uh, 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 and stuff like that. So you, you have to beat a man and give him his jacket, right? Give him what he's worth. And and while I'm while I'm not gonna say say he, he he's the best ever, nothing like that. But no. there there are, there are, there, are, there are aspects of his game that would like some of these guys in, 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 in the, the present team to, to, to emulate. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Hey, look, Generosity. So, so back to the question. Yep. Back to the question, though. What's the question? Whom do, w- w- would we have as the – do you think that the West Indies should have two captains for the white ball? If necessary. If necessary. One at a time. Let, go ahead. Go ahead, Dennis, then, and then hardly come back. Well, no, I, I think that Puran has shown that he's capable of getting runs in both ODIs and in both T20s, and therefore I would appoint him as captain of that team. You know, we find out of those two teams, yes. Yeah. Okay, nothing wrong with that. How about you, Virgil? What, what say you? Do you, want, do you want to see a separate captain? Or do you want to see Puran being named as the captain for the ODI and the T20? No, if he's Virgil? performing enough to if he's if he's performing enough no, to in no, both no, teams, I'm not I, no. If he's performing, you know, no, 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 you have to, no, no, Mr. Francis, let me get it straight. Yes, Don't sir. matter what the situation yes. is, you have to perform. If you're performing T20 and not performing in a one day, you cannot be in a one day team. That's just the bottom line. But I'm saying but if he's performing, is good enough. I would prefer to see that. Otherwise, they can have one for one day and one for T20. Because if you're not making it, if you can't play in a T20, if you're performing good in a one day and you really can't perform good in a, in a T20, I would not say I want you in a T20 because you perform good in a, in, in a the one day and a very good captain too. I wouldn't want you inside of the T20 team. So point that's why I say. Virtual, but, but my point is, would you appoint him to be captain of both? I'm not concerned yes, about that. Yes, yes, yes. You'll do that. Okay. How about you, Mr. Dennis? Dennis, let's 
Go on, because we have Simon waiting no, on the wing no, he's, to he's come said, in. He said vote. He, he, said, he said vote already. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, vote as for already me, uh, it, 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 it's neither here nor there if they use two um, different players to cap T20 and, and the ODI. And one guy that we are forgetting is because the West Indies is using this test yo-yo or whatever and, uh, and, and keeping him out of the side, not fit, and he, he's blasting runs over all, all, all over the place. Is that Ed Meyer, captain the West Indies on the 19 team? So he has captaincy yes. experience, right? So Hetmeyer mm-hmm. is a guy who could captain the, the, um, if they give him the, 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 the chance. You know, um, let him settle in, in the side. Oh, you have to be inside. You have to be the and the, the guy, the guy who d- those who are so-called fit cricketers are not performing, and 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 you you keep somebody that's a, a, a little overweight uh, and say you can't, you, I can't get you keep you in the side because you, they, you're not fit. Let me ask you one question, Hardly. When the mm-hmm. IPL pick these guys, the IPL pick these guys for. An, Yo yo fitness are the performance. performance. But I tell you something, okay. So so why no no so I why West Indies want to do something like that? You pick the guys in the, in the performance. Yes. yes. Virgil, those guys in the IPL has to follow orders and and get fit. Don't yes. you see how no, how but, how head my look for him? No, Mr. Francis. Remember yes, sir. these guys did not go to the IPL, I mean, play the game and then they pick them. They pick them while they was home playing right. with the West Indies after the domestic game. So, but when the, they the get same, here, just, wait, they wait, 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 wait. Just before, give me one second there. Mm-hmm. Before the tournament, mm-hmm. IPL, West Indies have them game, but they can't pick that same guy there because of his fitness, as they said, the yo-yo test are what they offer. But then the IPL draft that same player the same time that West Indies can't pick them, and the guy who I'm wrestling waiting to go to the same IPL. So he did not do nothing for the IPL in fitness uh, to get over there. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Word out is that some of these players that play in the IPL had a good contract. When they go home, they don't want to train with the team. Oh, I've heard that said. They should okay. be dropped into the team and get... They don't want to train with the team. They're making enough money. I, I heard that. Yeah, they're making too much money. They want to call the shots. <laughs> so, yeah. that's well, I don't say who, no, who to be blamed. Is one of them, but but look, yeah, who to be blamed? Well, they dropped him. Well, they don't pick him, it, and, and that's why right. one of the one of the things they didn't pick him because yeah, look how he looked trim, and he's running around the boundary like Big Richard. And one old guy. So well, I think well, I I, I personally no, would, would, would would choose no, him as the but, as the captain for the white for the um, ODIs. Listen, but I heard the yo-yo. Yeah, the yo-yo okay. test business needs to go because this is not helping our cricket, our cricket base on performance. Before, when all these guys used to play, nobody never have this to look at, this to look at, then guys playing performing. And if these guys are performing, why, right now, the Japan war, right, they, they even have a, the, uh, the President 11, they didn't even pick him. Everybody think, oh, he's mm. too this, he's too that. If he is making runs, what would you want? Because you want to make runs to win. Okay, 
I'm going to give you the fittest person out there. He goes out there, he can't make 10. He can't get no wicket. But he's a fish. He can run up and down from cross, from square leg to the other leg, long leg, fine leg. He can run all over. And that is what you mm-hmm. want. And then this guy goes though. Next thing, you know, beating the ball here, beating the ball there, getting runs here and there, making a win team, and you don't want him. And then somebody else come and pick him outside and go and play that person, the same person that you don't want. Well, we should we we should be ashamed of ourselves. I ain't ninety. We should be ashamed of ourselves. We have to do something better than that because you have to pick these players when they perform. And you have rules and regulations that these guys have to follow. If you don't follow that, you know something. You you can't go. You have a time to me. You can't go to the IPL. You can't go to this place and not like that. Otherwise, you retire and then go and making money. If that's the way, because you have to. Have, if you don't have a structure, what these guys follow? These guys will do anything they want to do, and you can't touch them no more. Because you allow them to do that. And that thing, if that's what the problem is, they have to stop that. Otherwise, we're going to destroy ourselves. Because when they had a CPL, the same thing. Where we say now, you have the CPL, these guys playing the CPL, and you have coach, and you, you can't say, okay, we're going to have a practice session, and this guy's not going to come, and you still going to play him? No. Just like if they go in the IPL, they can't do that. So when they come home and can do the same thing. Rules and regulation must be followed. And if they don't follow, Agreed you have to blame the organization. Nothing wrong with Agreed that at all. Nothing it, is wrong. Rules it, must it, be followed. But in the Western teams, if they, they don't want to do that, and they drop them, and they feel good, right. that's what they want, because they can go and it, get the money from the IPL and the other, other let franchises. Me, let, go ahead, Dennis. Let me just mention one thing Sorry, let me just mention one thing there. When I was mm-hmm. down there watching the game, the same guy, Hugo, and I hear this man talk, and I wish that this guy had something to do with West Indies team. Because one of them, he told me about something with the same, one of the players, Amish Anthony, was behaving in some way. He telling that, no, no, pack up your stuff and go home. You don't want to do certain things, pack up your stuff and go home. And the guy was in his room packing up his stuff, and then he go back and talk to him. And that's when he ended up and stayed. Because, you know something, he don't stand no nonsense. This is why you come here, you come here to do a job, and you must follow rules and regulations. But this other player, coach, and what, let these guys get away with a lot of stuff. You need a manager that when you put down rules, these guys follow, then follow it, okay, you got to go. Somebody's coming. When you start to follow my rules, then we talk. Yes. Virgil, he's a chip off his, or his father. I played no, I, with his father, Leo. I, I, I Leo enjoy the time. I enjoy the time I was spending there with them because just for him talk like that, man, I said, you should be, you should be dealing with what's in this team. Mm-hmm. His father is the same, knowledgeable about the game, but you drop a cat. I feel a leg slip, I drop a cat, boy. I got to hide my face from the captain. Leo Go, boy, he's, uh, Hugo is a legend, man. But anyway, let's bring in Simon. Simon! The guys are We're inside the Lawrence. We're inside the Lawrence Yagaro Hour. Yes, indeed. And Simon Eight is ready nine, to Lawrence Yagaro Hour. Yes, indeed. Oh. Simon, you're Thank answer. you so much, Mr. President. I was listening to you gentlemen who know the game so well. And uh, it was very interesting hearing your discussion. I'll say good evening to the President, Mr. Leon. And Dennis, good evening to you, Hi, Cardinal. Good evening. good evening to you, sir. Good evening, Virgil. Good evening. Mr. Good Patel, evening. if you're with us. Jetna. Ivo, if you're with us, Mr. McKenzie, all our faithful listeners all over the world, I want to say a very hearty good evening Ms. to everyone. Mertrice, I think she's on Mertrice the line. Is here too. 
I've got yeah, trees. Is here with us. Yes, Murchis is here. And I want everyone to be safe, have a safe week, and I hope you had a wonderful mm-hmm. week last week. Everyone to be safe. Okay, your question, and be careful how you, what question you give, because if it's not too easy, Virgil is going to stump you. I know what Go you ahead. think. Okay, we are ready with our question, Mr. President, for today. Yes, Go right ahead, sir. 24th of April. I'm going mm-hmm. to give you a question now. I know many of, uh, of your listeners and of your panelists might never heard of this player. We had a player once called Dennis Compton. First question, mm. what country he played for? And what's his total number of test runs? Test runs he made. I'll repeat. Dennis Compton, what country he played for? And what was his total runs in test cricket? Is that clear, Mr. President? England, 6,900. England, 6,900. Okay, thank That's you. That's my guess. Mm. Thank you. I know it's, I know it's England as the amount <laughs> of runs. I know, he, I know he scored. He's one of those guys that score, I think, over 100, um, first-class 100. Real prolific, <laughs> prolific um, batsman. But as for his um, test runs, uh, I... I I'm I'm gonna say um, seven thousand five hundred. Okay. I don't think it did. I thank you, Audley. Thank in, you. In 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 those days, there weren't a, a whole lot of cricketing nations, so I it, it yeah. couldn't be making like twelve thousand and things like that. Thank you so much, Audley. Mm-hmm. Dennis. Well, I will uh, take a stab at his uh, how how well his total run <laughs> scored. He's an English player. And I think he may have scored about 10,000 runs for England mm-hmm. during his, uh, his uh, stint okay. with the team. Okay. Okay. Uh, thank you, you so much, Dennis. Thank you. I know this is mm-hmm. a hard one because he, a lot of people. Never, know. never in my life ever heard that name before. That's what? right. Okay. A lot of you might never heard about him. When never you get heard home, of him. Uh, Ask your Never grandfather when you get home, Virgil. What? You know, we have more Dennis Compton. Okay. No. But make, make a guess, nevertheless. Yeah, give us a guess. Make a guess. All yes. right. Um, 7,200. Okay. Thank you. England player. Thank yes. you. That's all, that's all we have. Okay. All righty. Uh, let's go his now. Gran- his grandson, his grandson, play for England as well. Does that uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, um, Murtrice, did you want to have a go at it? Oh, really, I doubt. But anyway, let's let's, go, let's bring in Murtrice because she's always in. Murtrice, yeah, you hear the I don't want to leave anybody you? out. I don't want to leave anybody out. <laughs> I want to give yes. everyone a fair chance. Murtrice, good. Make a guess. Just make a guess. Mm. Say anything on the top of your head. You may be right. You never know. Just make a guess. Even if, if, it, even if it is side of your head. You don't have to be on the top. It's inside of your head. Anything between 1,000 and 8,000. Go okay. ahead do that. Go ahead. Okay. 6,500. Okay. Thank you oh. so much. Oh, good guess. Good, good guess. guess. Good answer. Thank you, Marjorie. Okay, Mr. Right. President, okay. do you want me to reveal my answer? Yes, sir. Okay, the <laughs> London 
cricket book, ICC from London, says Dennis mm. Compton played for England. I don't know where he's from, but he played for England. And in his total career, he made 5,807 runs, test runs, in his whole career. Yeah. You see, Murtis was the closest. Yeah. 5,000 was the closest. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Murtis was the closest, you see. Murtis, when you get home, you'll have to ask your grandfather yeah. who is Dennis Country. <laughs> <laughs> you said mm-hmm. you, put, you said his full, his full name. His full name. I just looked it up. His full name is Dennis mm-hmm. Charles Scott Compton. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, mm-hmm. He was he was born 1918 in Hendon, UK. So he's born in England. <laughs> and he died. He died. He died in Windsor, UK, um, 1997. Right, hundred bat. Left mm-hmm. arm out of the spin. And. Uh, Yes, and his son, his grandchild, Nick, he, okay. he played for, for, for England a few test matches. Yeah, yeah what, uh, did your book tell you which county was he from? Which county he played for? Uh, was it Yorkshire? No. He played for Yorkshire? Or he played no, for... No, I, I didn't, I didn't, you'd have to read his biography for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but I think he played okay, for one of these big teams. But right. thanks for the question. You have a gift for Murchis for winning. Mr. President, the youngsters learned something tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Murchis taught us how, because she has the best. She was the closest. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I I told you the side of your head can work, not just the top, Murchis. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Um, Virgil has a question for you now, Simon. Okay. I'm here. Where are you, Virgil? Yeah, Virgil, where are you? With West West Indian in the IPL in the last over, get four wickets. Four wickets. I'll, I'll in the to... present IPL, in the present IPL. Give, give him a multiple choice. No, give him multiple choice. Let's see if he can okay. make it. I'll, uh, um, I'll, I'll give you uh, an answer. Oh, hold on, hold on, Simon. Hold on. He's gonna give you some names. You choose from the names. Okay. Um, Go ahead, Virgil. Mohiki. You must have Mohiki too. You know what? You know what they call Mohiki. I've never heard that Mohiki in no IPL side, Virgil. Mohiki is a haircut. No, give names. Give no, 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 I'm giving you um, Jam no, Down. He... Jam Down. J.A. No, you're, you're, not, you're not getting it because you have to call four cricketers. No, he calling them Claire, but he, he calling them how they dress. He's calling the yeah, different yeah, yeah, but that's not, fair, that's not fair to Simon. He's that's not, not fair. fair to Simon. Not you can't. Fair to Simon, no. Okay, you have to call four, three or four names. I, 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 like, oh. I like the way Audley's looking out for me. I like how Audley's looking yeah. out for me. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Simon. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. No, not Jamaica. Jamaica. No, the name. The name, Simon. Give him a name, a name. If I give, if I give him a name, he will get it instantly. No, no but you give four names. Give four names. Right one included. All right, all right. Right one included. Virgin. 
Um, the sergeant. Sheldon Cottrell. Who is the sergeant? Sheldon Cottrell. Go ahead. What's the other guy named again? Um, Jason Moore. And Jerry Russell. Um, okay. Jerome Taylor. Narayan. <laughs> okay, so Taylor. Narayan. Taylor not Narayan. in the he not in the is not in the in the IPL. Mr. Francis, you can't continue yourself who is in the IPL. Okay, I'm giving names. <laughs> <laughs> right, what do you explain this to him? Oh, go ahead, all right. Go ahead. You're right. You might be right. <laughs> okay, you said Taylor. But I give him a clue. Okay. And who is the other one? Patrick, I said, um, Taylor, Taylor, Patrick, Taylor, 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 Jerome Taylor, and Narayan. Okay, I'll give my first guest to you, Mr. Francis. I'll say Russell. I'll say Russell is my first guest. Oh. Head of the class. Head of the class. Head of the class. <laughs> <laughs> you make it too easy, man. Well, you see, Simon, that was making it, the food did make it too easy for you. I said, Mohiki, that's the hairstyle. And then yeah, I go to Jamaica. I'm not supposed to give you nothing else. You're supposed Mohi- to find that out. Mohican. 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 But Paul has a haircut as, as he is too. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So he took four wickets with four balls. No, no, not four. not four consecutive four balls, but but um, four wickets in the last in the last over four, of the match. Last over for five. Four months. wickets. He was on a hat trick. Okay. Right, they hit a four and they got a four and a one and they got four wickets in the last over. The okay, twenty. And made and made, made forty eight and made forty eight and his side still lose. And his side lost. Yes. Okay. Made for, got made forty eight and take four wickets for five runs. And he said still lost. Okay, that's very good. That's something that I learned. No, that's, that's very why I'm bad. happy to be on the show with your men who know the game. Said lost. <laughs> How much I learned from you. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot from you men who know the game so well. Well, we learned from you too. Because ladies to merchants, ladies as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, when I came on... Uh, you were discussing about our uh, the um, white ball and the red ball. Yeah. No, two white balls. White ball, okay. ODI and T20. Okay. Yeah, two white, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Whilst we're on the subject, um, would Westin is where they're on to now. What's their next move? They have a tour coming up to go May. to. The, you got to go to Netherlands, right? I think the Netherlands. Right. They have to go to the Netherlands. Yeah. That might be the, the, the nearest one, the Netherlands. A historic, a historic trip to the Netherlands. Oh, but, oh, before before I move on, I hear the, the, the one of the names that is being popped up to captain the ODI side is Shia Hope. I heard that's a. That's coming from Holder out of Barbados. Holder, the writer. Not Holder, the cricketer. Holder, the writer. He's saying that they should pick him. So I don't know how you guys feel about that. Before we move on. 
But um, do you guys feel that Hola, that uh, I hope, should be drafted into the captaincy of the white ball? Although he is the he is the ODI captain, I mean vice captain presently. You think he should be? Oh no. Well, it, it it may just help him to bat more responsibly because he has he has oh, been he could, cat, he could yeah, put more pressure on him Right, recruiting yeah, pressure, pressure on him too, well. but some some yeah. people mm-hmm. in the in the situation, you know, you, you get the best out of them, you know, and so it, it could 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 affect him uh, uh, as well as um, it could help him yeah. in, in a yeah. in a way to um, re- rediscover his form because we remember um, Shea Hope when he was um, making runs, it's like just counting like a run machine, and then just completely fell off the boil and you, you know hardly hear anything about it. Came back and you know stayed around in the in the in the weekly quarter, not making a whole whole lot of runs. But um, being the vice captain is not autom is not an automatic thing that you you become the captain. But um, even give him a try. I mean, Netherlands is no is no big big team. Although although Ireland came out um, to the West Indies and, and you know went out and beat West in the West Indies. Uh, you never know. You know they may pull off a surprise. But um, uh, that, that's an easy team, uh, I would say. So, you know, start him off with an easy team. Whoever is going to captain the, the, uh, the ODI team and let him grow from there. Mm-hmm. Dennis, you had something you wanted to discuss this evening as well. So, why don't you bring it in? Other than what we covered so far. Uh, you, did you address me, Leo? Yes, yes. Dennis, you, you had something oh, on your okay, agenda that we did not discuss. Well, we, we have, you know, one thing I wanted to just bring to the panel is the Jamaica Cricket Association T10 yes, bar. Yes. Yes. And, and that, that is something that is of some concern to me because um, the JCA, in conjunction with sponsors Dream 11 out of India, announced the start of the uh, Jamaica T10 Blast. This will consist of 16 tournament will feature 33 matches played over 17 days and it'll be streamed live on the Jamaica Cricket Association social media platform. Audience expected in India and other locations. And of course, local spectators are admitted free. Several local West Indies players will be participating, including test opener John Campbell, Jermaine Blackwood, Brandon King, Chadwick Walton, Sheldon Cottrell, or Shane Thomas. Now, for me, the thing that is really, really, I mean, unbelievable is that the winner of this tournament, the winning team will claim a prize published as $4,000 U.S. (laughs) and the runner-up $2,000. Now, how on (laughs) earth can a player jeopardize injury and other um, possible dangers to play in a match where the team prize is 4000 And it, it's, it's enough to say, right, they're getting exercise. But if you think about it, the T10 Blast is probably even more aggressive than the T20 because in T10, you don't have any opportunity to even sit there and look at a ball. You hustle for a single and you're looking at pulled hamstring. 
So these players, in my opinion, are sacrificing a great deal for what? That is the question coming from me. What are they doing this for? Maybe you guys have some kind of idea you can share with me because I don't see it. Back to you, Leon. Yes, indeed. Okay. Any anybody wants to pick up on what uh, what um, Denny says? Just open up. How about you, Arden? When when, Denny, when I heard when when I heard um, Dennis mention about the prize, I, I was listening to to get a surprise. Like, wow! First first prize fifty thousand dollars, or even <laughs> even the half, even twenty five dollars. The man, things are looking up. But oh man, you're talking about um, four thousand US dollars. Four thousand US dollars. Um, I, I oh. guess I guess they quote it in Jamaican dollars, which is about a uh, hundred and forty something to one US. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So mm-hmm. so so when you hear they're playing for how much million, the first prize. When you cut it, when, when you convert it to to US, I think I think I think they ought to do that because uh, it, it it sounds so terrible, you know. I mean, <laughs> for for the, the the caliber players, you just call some West Indian players. I know there are going to be others who will be playing, and and that and that four thousand dollars only goes to the winning team. So, um, are there any incentives going like players? You know, the most catches, um, you, you know, the, the the player of the match. And other incentives that uh, you know cricketers can can pick up on the side to to add to the kitty. Uh, is there anything like that? I I didn't hear of anything else, John. But even if there were incentive of that nature, I still don't think it was worth the possibility of an injury that will keep you out of uh, the West Indies side for the tour to Netherlands and Pakistan, you know, and the rest of the year. This is just so, in my opinion so foolish in terms of putting yourself at that risk. Anyway, back to you. Yes, let's let's hear from Jetsna. Jetsna, good evening to you. How are you doing? What's happening in your neck of the woods? Jetsna, you're on live and Simon is is on and Mr. McKenzie's on and Audley's on and you're on and Murchis is on, so why don't you say hello to everybody? Even, even, even Virgil is on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, no sound from from Murchie, from not Murchis, from Justna. Justna, Three times you're yeah, okay. Yeah, she is muted. She's muted. She's <laughs> muted. Oh, she's left it. So, come on in. Come on in, you're in, you're in live. Let's hear from Mr. McKenzie then. He's silent for a while, so let's see if he's back from his circle. No, no, Mr. I, McKenzie? I'm listening, I'm, I'm listening to you, good guys. Because Any any questions uh, from uh, you? Go ahead. Any questions from you? Any comments? Have you heard me or no? Jatna, you're on as well. Come on in. Okay, still no sound from Jasna. Background noise, okay. Yeah, okay, we're hearing, we're hearing a voice at the background. Come on in. Yeah, Jasna. good evening, everybody. I'm fine, thank you. How's everybody doing? 
Everybody happy and know that we heard from you. And a very good evening uh, to you. Yeah. Continue Thank on your phone. Yeah, my family, okay. I had some emergency, so I could not attend last Sunday. Sorry about that, mm. but everything is um, getting in a place slowly, slowly. Okay. I hope everything went Thank everything worked out all right. Went well. Okay. Went, went well. We wish you well. When we don't hear from you, we wonder for you. So that's why we, we give you a shout out during the week to make sure that you're okay. We are family, you know. Oh, yeah, that and is so nice of family. you. I appreciate that. Yes. And, and yeah. when our family got, got gets broken down, we have to uh, check them out and see they're all right. But anyway, we're glad that you're back and you're in one piece. You know. Thank you, uh, everybody. Anything new safe, from safe, your safe. neck of the woods? How is the commissioner? Have you spoken to her recently? Uh, no, I, I haven't, but I will be pretty soon uh, to mm-hmm. my commissioner and get going. Yes. Yeah, she's the key. She's the key to your progress. She has, she has to get the information to, so that she can go to her other commissioners and go to the uh, members or whoever is responsible for allocating sites and so forth, developing cricket for her to get the red light. Okay. But you have to give her you have to give her the material so she can have something concrete because Virgil could tell you how difficult it was for the Mr. Kaplan over there in the beautiful city of Lauder Hill before they yep. got that wonderful stage. How they got that wonder, wonderful stadium. All right. Any other questions yes. from anyone else? Simon, any questions from you that might be troubling? No, no, just happy to, that um, Jetna is on and Mr. McKenzie is back here. Nice to have you back thank with you, us. Thank Mr. You. Thank happy you. that you're well oh, and much, much better. Um, yeah. Mr. Francis, can I just say something to Jetna? He said she's, she's going yes. to the commissioner. You see, when you go to those places, make sure that you print up you go and look up um, America cricket history because a lot of these commissioners, they don't know nothing about cricket, and they will think, oh, America don't have no involvement in cricket, and they will talk all this kind of stuff. And once you have that and you put down that and show them, it's not a foreign game coming here. It's a game that was here from the 1700s, and you show them everything they pick up from the first international game to play, the way the president gets his name from, the greatest achievement that the U.S. ever achieved, and where baseball comes from, they will look at it in a completely different way if you don't have those stuff. So whatever you're doing, make sure you have some of those history um, about American cricket to make it easier for you when you talk to those. Uh, commissioners. That's, a, that's a damn good idea. Because mm-hmm. they are so taken up in baseball. They don't want to hear anything about any other game. And they don't know where baseball come from. You understand? And the same thing right. like the press in the United States. Nobody knows where they come from. When you read it and see it from cricket club, because the president, we have president, and the, the achievement, or U.S. achievement, the first international game ever played, it makes, I tell you something, it makes a big difference. Because I can tell you that personally, for myself, when we was going to the, to the, to the meeting, you have a couple of people who was, oh, everything about Caribbean. I didn't think cricket was Caribbean people, and they was like complaining, complaining. 
And I tell you, I had all the information and I couldn't read it because I was nervous. But one day I get up and I sign up behind the person. I say, cricket is not a Western, it's the second largest watch event in the world. Cricket was established in the U.S. for the 1700s. The first international game play, 1788, where the president get his name from where baseball come from. And then when I finish, there's a lot of people in there was clapping. The next week, the guy never go up and said nothing because he was complaining about when they was going to build the stadium for Caribbean people. He never said another word again about cricket because he did not know his history. And as long as they know his history, it make a big difference. Okay, just Liam, to change the topic. Credit. Right. One second, Liam. I want to just give credit to the information that I uh, just gave came courtesy of the Jamaica Cricket Association website and of course the Jamaica Daily Gleaner. I did not yes. you know, I tried to report what I read, not what I think and yes, when we yes. speak of injuries, uh, Leon we see that Kimar Roach has returned yes. from the UK where he was playing because mm. he has an injury and he was playing county cricket. And yeah. he has to uh, return home because of uh, an injury. Now, that puts to mind the question I raised about our players playing T10 cricket. It just boggles the mind because it, it, it's so nonsensical and, and senseless. Back to you, Leon. Okay. Now, something happened in the IPL which I want to bring to your attention of the panelists. Last week... <laughs> An umpire <laughs> failed to call what one believed was a no ball. Uh, Ruffman Powell was batting. You remember the incident? He was batting and he was on the ball. He hit three consecutive. Yeah, he was. He hit three consecutive sixes, and the third one looked to me very much over the waist. The umpire, however did not call a no ball. And they were chasing, well, I think it, if, it if that was what needed, needed, 36 needed in the last And it, with a six ball, you know, six ball. And he would have gotten seven balls in which to do. An extra ball, right, right. to deliver. An extra ball. Um, and he, but the question remains, and the question has been asked, the umpire, the third umpire is, is asked to call a no ball, no ball if a guy oversteps. And it seems as if it takes uh, a year to call that no ball. You hear horn, a siren goes on, and then the umpire extends his arm. But why is it he's not being given an opportunity to, to do the same if a ball is, is, is high? In his, opinion, in, in his opinion, the umpire's opinion, it was marginal. In my opinion, and for the onlookers, it was above the waist, and it should have been called a no ball. I, I, I'm um, sorry for McCoy because McCoy is a West Indian, and he was he was at the, the, the end yeah, of the. I, oh, oh. I see, I see, I see it different. I see it different. The ball was looking fifty-fifty, and here what here what happened also too. For you to be a no ball, you have to be in your crease, standing up straight. He was well forward. So the ball could have dropped. If he was standing up in his crease, the ball probably would maybe reach him, his waist, maybe not above his waist, but below his waist. But he was, remember, he was like about three feet out of his crease. One of his foot was, back foot was in his crease, 
on the line, and the other one was way forward. So that bring him down lower than normal. If he was in a standing position, I don't believe probably it would be a no ball. And that's what the umpire see. Because once you stretch your foot forward, your whole body becomes lower. Yeah, lower. Yeah and, yeah. yeah, and you cannot give a no ball for somebody forward. If you're on your crease, stand up straight, and the ball starts above your waist is different. But once you go on forward, you know you go forward, your body gone lower. And that's what the umpire see. So it looked like a no ball there, but if he pull his body back and stand up, probably would not be a no ball. So the umpire make the right decision. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they have um, the third umpire can get involved in that, but the umpire make the right decision. And the bad thing about it is the coach going mm-hmm. from the field. To the yes. The captain was calling them off and the coach went out there as well. Yeah, I mean, in desperation. Which was really embarrassing. You know, for a moment I thought they were playing baseball. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, you know, baseball. The 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 um the manager can go out and in the face of the umpire and in the face, and then they'll they'll be tossed. <laughs> I remember once Bobby Valentine, he was um the manager for the Mets, New York Mets, and um and he was tossed out of the game because they went out and. You know, he was going hammer and thumbs with the umpire, and the umpire tossed him out the game. Bobby Valentine didn't do a thing that he he, he came back in the game, put get get mustache because he didn't wear mustache. Came back in the game with his false mustache and 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 shades, <laughs> but the camera picked him up as a wig. Isn't that Bobby Valentine? <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, can I just um, can ahead, I just mention so something here? Um, um, Dennis, because we're talking about the Jamaican money and and the thing. So, so four thousand yeah. US is is six hundred and seven, six hundred and twenty-one thousand two hundred and thirty-five dollars and sixty cents. So, yeah, mm. but four thousand four, 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 yeah, six hundred and twenty-one thousand two hundred and thirty-five dollars and sixty cents Jamaican dollars. Wow. So that it's not even a million Jamaican dollars. Yeah, but it's still, okay, it, 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 it still, mm. still couldn't buy anything to put in a car. So it's come down to the same thing. Oh, and the yeah. gas, gas is so expensive. Everything is expensive. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay. okay. So, my, com- my comment on that, no ball? Yes. You know, um, <laughs> the umpire is the judge of the call and I think to I mean I didn't see the incident myself but based on uh, Virgil's description I think I can see now why the call went that way but the umpire after three consecutive six the umpire should be mindful of an intentional full pitch delivery as retaliation however the relative skill of the batter in this case a batter who has just struck six hit three consecutively is clearly skillful and I'm sure this would have influenced the call by the umpire. So in this case, it shows the level. It it was not an umpire fails to call as Leon has said. It's an umpire who made the call as the law gives him the right to do. And the coach and those who wanted to come out and influence the umpire shows the level of the influence of money in the game when it comes to the T20. 
No other game of cricket would you come onto the field to try and get the umpire to change the decision long after the ball has been dead, called, and whatever else. So I think that the coach and the player from that team was indeed way out of line. And I wish there was some other sanction that could be applied to these people. But I let think me... you... yeah, yeah. To me, the coach and the captain, they, they should be, something should have been done to them. But looking some at fine. this picture, mm-hmm. some fine should be imposed. But looking at this picture, there's no way that that guy went down like what Virgil is saying. The guy stretched forward, but he was the ball. Go for, look, if you look on the picture, it, it's there. If you pull up this image, you see he's not go down. And you see he went down on his knees. Why don't listen to me, good? You stand up okay, right good. now and you see how high mm. are you, right? If you put Virgil, your three foot forward, Virgil, Virgil, look, at the picture, look at the picture first. Look at huh? get, go get the picture. Go get well, the picture. Get we the understand picture what you're saying, but we are dealing with something specifically. No one lay on the same looking at yeah. the picture. So in, in, for you to um, judge again, you have to make sure you look at the picture. You look at the picture. It doesn't look at the picture and, 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 and then, went then, down then, like right. you said. But I. I, I say no, it is marginal. Say, I say it is marginal, you, but wait. No, when I say wait, 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 or to no, no, Leo. decision to they not, can't do anything about it. Not no ball. It's not that. It's, it's not that the man and that willing. The square leg job for the for that no ball and the square leg did not see the way. Is that the standard? That's a square leg job. Okay. And he's in the best position. But he could be myopic like me. So, <laughs> so nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, the rules give him the right to make the call. Yeah, and he, I think right. for, 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 I'm not saying for, that for he has the, the right to, but but in fairness to everyone, I think that would have been the right thing to do. But if it's outside no. the rules, well, I, I I disagree with you that it's a fair. In the fairness I, I is that the umpire he was not standing straight, and his foot, his two foot was not in the crease. He was no, not standing he... straight. So if you're standing straight, the no ball must come from you if you're standing straight. But once but, but Virgil, move forward, move forward. As a matter, as a matter of fact, if the if the ball was uh, above his waist when he was closer to the bowler, the ball would be higher if he was in his crease. Closer to the bowler. The ball is rising. The, the ball is ri- no, the, the ball, ball is no, rising. No, 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 no the ball not rising, man. The ball coming down, Ali. Remember in that okay, so, so it was a it was a full toss. It was not it was not bouncer. No no no. no I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I don't know. Full toss. No 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 no. No, it's a full toss. Okay okay okay. No, yeah. If, if, it's okay. Not, if it's not a full toss, yeah. So it be was it couldn't be covered. Yeah. No no no. It's not a bouncer. It's a full toss. I to me it was marginal. I think it was marginal and the rule against it. But it was in one of the situations when you see in your eye in the first thing you felt. To me, I felt it was. And no ball. Honestly, but Leo, although I was sorry for, for McCoy, I felt it was a no, no. ball. But, you know, in my opinion, 
I'm looking at it. Yes, yes. First internet, I can't uh, but, so. But hey, the, hey didn't call it. But I felt that something should be put in the rules for a situation like that, that you could refer it to the, the umpire the because rule. the umpire. Wait, wait. Because an umpire, the third umpire doesn't have to wait for the no ball. It takes an hour after most to to turn on the siren, and then the umpire. Oh, stretch his arm. So what, what difference would it be? No, just you're, you're, you're killing all the umpire. I mean, before, before they don't come out <laughs> in the position, they call it, man. Because his yeah. job is to watch his foot. What to me, to the cricket fan, it looks like if it took an hour. <laughs> yes, sir. Go ahead, Dennis. <laughs> the rules, the, the rules, the law for the no ball says mm. that the relative skill of the batter in this case who has just struck three consecutive sixes is clearly skillful and so the only reason for them calling for a no ball in this case is because they believe they could get another six out of it well in fact they yep. did get a six if I'm not mistaken so no, but the only reason they needed another ball. Yes, well, you see, Dennis. another ball, they saw the possibility of another six. So yes, what the right. rules gives the umpire the right to take into account the skill of the batter. And if he's just struck three sixes in a row, then he's skillful enough to take that particular delivery. So I agree with the call by the umpire, and I give him credit for right. standing his ground. But I'm saying the umpire is right. I'm not saying the umpire isn't right because it's in his opinion, right? But I'm saying in a situation like that, some discretion should have been used to to clarify that they, they, they to clarify a questionable decision. Well, that's a question. What for he wanted to do that the right decision was made. He he may have given somebody out LBW, and the ball is just slipping slipping the stump. Sometimes if he says not no. out, if he says not out, and the ball clipping the stump, he stays not out. But if he says out, and the ball clipping the stump, umpire scores. No, but no, no. You see, you, see, you see that that no that thing that thing need to go because I can mm. I can tell you, cheat can go inside of that. That thing need to go because I'm ball six ball, my six ball. Hit the pad. I appeal. The umpire say out. They refer. He hit the clip the stop. Well, you have to stick with the umpire card. Now you come and bowl the identical same thing. You hit hit my stump. Hit my wicket. Hit my arm pad. You appeal. The umpire said not out, and he showed that the ball clip the stump the same way. You don't get no wicket, and I get all my six wickets. So that need to go. Whether it's as long as it's clipping. Whether the umpire said out or not. And it's clipping, you are out. And that will make it even down the board completely for everybody. Not some get it, and some don't get it. Because if the umpire says six call, not out, okay, nobody get all clipping stuff. Six call out, all six men have to go because it's umpire call. And that is unfair to some of these players. So you have to play it right down the line. And I believe next year, mm-hmm. they're going to change that stuff. I believe somehow they have to change that umpire call. Use the technology mm-hmm. if you're using it. Yes, indeed, and I agree with you guys. And now we're going to ask Dennis to summarize for us. Dennis? 
So great time yes. you have to summarize everything that we said this evening and just bring it to the attention of those who might have missed what we said right. well, along the way. One quick point. One quick point I want to make for Audley's record book or statistics is that in the English County Championship Division Two, there are eight teams, four teams in this weekend match won their match by innings plus runs. So four of the eight teams play the other half of the, 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 the league, and the, the four winning teams all won their match by the total of so many innings and runs. Not beat Durham by an innings and 141 runs. Derby beat Leicester by an innings and 68 runs. Middlesex beat Glamorgan by an innings and 82 runs. Worcester beat Sussex by an innings and 34 runs. All in the same weekend in the same division. So, something for your... Got to be something. Yes, oddly. Okay. Anyway, so we... We started off today looking at the memories of the World Test Championship and concluded with how the, um, the points table for the World Test Championship show England way languishing at the base. Then we discussed Pollard's announcement of his retirement from international cricket, the possibility of Timar Roach not being able to make the West Indies tour to uh, the Far East. The third, IPL. The fact that the Mumbai Indians is struggling. A wash in misery at the foot of the table with seven consecutive defeats. We're looking at the controversial call by the coach and the captain of the Red Royals who were commenting on the fact that the umpire did not make a call that they liked. So all told, we had a very lively discussion of the happenings of cricket in the past week or so. Back to you, Lynn. Yes, one other thing we want to um, reiterate again, the start of the Cool and Smooth 2020, which starts on Monday at the Coolidge Cricket Ground. The first match kicks off at 4 p.m. on Monday the 25th, and there will be two matches each day. Bethesda taking on the Bethesda Golden Eagles take on Pigot Crushers, and the Berta Blackhawks will be taking on New Winchups. Tune to the well, YouTube and pull up Cool and Smooth 2020, 2022, and you'll see all the results again. Regards to Keith Frederick and uh, Ajani Frederick, coach of um, you know, the Pickett Crushers, and of course to the Liberta Blackhawks and Kenny Benjamin and his team, the defending champion. But uh, there is word that Ajani Frederick is hoping to displace Kenny from the top of that position and earn the right. So, very exciting tournament. Players from all over the world are being drafted into this tournament. The big name coming out of Jamaica, um, Cottrell, and of course out of Scotland, and of course out of the, I think, Sinkits and Nevis, and Anguilla, 
Montserrat, all around the place, and Trinidad as well. So, folks, please join in and get yourself full of some T20 cricket. And again, we yep. want to just remind you folks, too, about the new home for the Caribbean Global Voices, which will was previously on our platform on Saturday morning. Now, it retains the position, but not the name. Caribbean Global Voices begin their first broadcast come the first Saturday in May. And the number to reach them is one five six three that number again 563-999-3693 congratulations and our best wishes are extended to them for their success and we just hope that they do well and make make it happen as you were saying dennis yes one final piece for um for audley is that the uh, Radisson Royal just Butler hit his third T20 hundred this week to keep his team on the top of the points table? I don't know yep. how many hundreds yep. have been struck in this match, in, in not in this match but in this IPL, but third, three consecutive hundreds in T20 is a really, really a marvelous stroke play that's taking place there. So. Right. He's on real tearaway form. Yeah, real tearaway. Mm-hmm. He has been, I mean, putting away everything. And I think when, in, at one stage, he, he, he was out in the 90s. I think he was out in the mm. 90s in one, if I'm not mistaken. Quite like And not so good I, news, I, folks. Not so good news for the Mumbai Indians. I don't know if you covered <laughs> eight it. Eight from eight. Eight. When you say eight yeah. from eight. Eight, zero, zero, eight, zero, zero, eight. Yeah. Yeah. Zero, 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 eight. Five-time champion, five-time champion, and now you can't win one, and eight matches have gone, and okay, well, but good they luck. Were, but they were bowled out today, but they were, well, yeah. today again, they, 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 they failed badly, <laughs> I mean, okay. you, 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 can, you, you can make this up. No, you, no, can't, no, no, no. you, you can't, not, not, not that good, they... They're going towards. Remember, they no, they were having a record, you know. So they will have a record. So at least we have a record that said you India and you don't win one game. So that's a record also too. So they can be proud of that one also too. It's my team, so I have to say that about they're, my team. But they have, they have played eight and um, they lost zero, lost eight. So you know, no points. Uh, that's really bad. There, there's another game today we have just played. Roy, uh, um, Royal Challengers Bang- Bangalore. They were they were all mm-hmm. open for 68 today in 16 overs and one ball, and and they were beaten by Sunrise and Hyderabad, and by nine wickets, 72 for one in eight overs. Being all open, yeah. 68. But mm-hmm. wow. as I as I was saying, there was an, Mumbai India was most likely on the way to win the game also. They could have won the game. The same Batman that we were talking about, they was in the wicket too. They could have won the game. They like to put ball over the top. They could have won that game, but failed to do so. Would have, they Hardly. Hardly. Eh? Yeah. Huh? There's, there's, a, there's another one for your record book with Hampshire scoring 652 for six with three wow. players. Bat, batters number four, five, and six all scoring 100. 111, 
Unbelievable. But three centurions. Which one is no? that? Hamshir. Hamshir. Okay. Oh, Hamshir. Okay. Uh, it, Ham, it, I'll check out. I'll check out. I'll check out. The, I'm going to check out the league. Yeah. County Division 1. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, have the the, I have the apps. Yeah, I have the apps. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Marcus, would you like to stand us on? Is it too much to ask? Would you like to stand us on? Oh, Marcus. He must be Marcus left us. How about you, Jatna? Would you like to send us all home? We time is on our yes. side. Yes, yes, yes. Send us home. And yeah, take care of yourself. And I will definitely contact Commissioner Eileen uh, for our uh, development of cricket. And everybody, it was a great show again. See you mm-hmm. next Sunday. Uh, be safe and yes, take care. Indeed. Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. We have a few more minutes, Simon. I know you want to add a little bit to that, Simon, your final thoughts. Just say for everybody as well. Say a very good evening to all the listeners, and everyone will be safe. And we'll be back here next week, Sunday, on the Cricket Show from 6 to 9. Have a wonderful week, all. Thank you so much, and thanks to everyone who participated, those who listened, those who send messages and texts and we are grateful for your help and uh, thanks a lot to you in on the radio mr mckenzie are you still there no he's gone no he's gone gone again so we're going to play this one and this is dedicated to the mumbai indians i'm sure they will (laughs) but No.
African. We had the world's greatest empire. One born again. From Jamaica, Mr. Steve Buckner. One born again. Me never had on she bikini. One born again. Run outside and start to gallery. One born